Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast with your hosts, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rohde. Oh my goodness, Kyle. It's draft at, night. Oh, it's yeah, draft night. No, don't no, that's look at it. That's good too. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Zeitler, here with my co-host, Kyle Rohde. Tonight is hello, a special hello, hello. Tonight. It is a special, special night. It's a special night. Now, when it's the first time of something happening, is that like an inaugural? Or is that just first annual? I would say first annual. Okay, inaugural we'll first is annual. a is out of my vocabulary. Yep. We went to Coleman High School, <laughs> which uh a great school. Great school, by the way, but I didn't always pay attention. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, teachers. But anyways, yeah, that's the exciting news tonight. It's our first fantasy football draft that we are hosting, both Adam and I. Uh the Fantasy Football Delivery Man podcast draft is happening tonight in point twenty minutes. That's awesome, dude. I'm excited. I was it's happening. I was getting really excited. Um, so if you listen to the last podcast, you know all the specs. So what we're gonna do before the draft, we are going to announce the divisions. Right now we have four divisions, the north, east, south, and west. And we have all the names of all the players in the bucket right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I have this kid. Well, not a, the schedule isn't exactly put together, but we're going to put it together. I have it like basically you get put in this slot and here's your schedule. It's just we have to line it all up. So it is like a mastermind put it together. He tried to explain it to me. And then it's kind of like when you see on TV, then like all, all of a sudden, like all the fractions and stuff run through people's heads and they're like trying to put it together. It looks, it looks like algebra. <laughs> I was kind of like, how is this going to be the easiest way to put this together? And this is what I came up with. And it looks like a crazy person wrote it. Because a crazy person did write it. <laughs> so, Kyle, do you got any stories for us before we kind of get started here? Oh, story time. I've been on vacation all week. So I've been oh, yeah. as I seen, mellow as can be. I've seen Mrs. Kyle's uh, posts on Instagram. Mrs. Kyle is shopping. I thought that you guys were doing something. So let's just let's just throw this out there. You said it's your guys' anniversary this week, right? Correct. This actually we celebrate two anniversaries. Okay. August twenty fourth was when we got an official wedding ceremony, and November seventeenth we were married in a courthouse. Okay. So we she gets double the presents, double the fun. So, so November seventeenth, how do you how do you have your anniversary? Oh, uh, okay, never yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like November, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So okay, so the celebration is is. Did you take this week off because of the anniversary? I take this week off every time because, ironically enough, it's always um, my daughter's birthday falls on the 29th, and my anniversary <laughs> cel- uh, falls on the 24th, and we just know August is always hectic. <laughs> Two, three out of our four children's birthdays in August, our anniversary, it gets really crazy. I hope Molly does not listen to this episode. And why is that? Because next week is our anniversary on the 2nd, and on the 11th, or I'm sorry, on the 9th was, no, on the 11th was Zeke's birthday, mm-hmm. the birth of our son. Yes. 
Which you cannot forget. Yes. And I am on vacation, but I am leaving. <laughs> I'm going to Colorado hunting. <laughs> yeah. But for the family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Justified. Totally justified. You were out there <laughs> in the elements trying to bring back food, much like folks of the old times, to provide for your family. Because there's no other way <laughs> we can get food at this point in time. Exactly. You can't go to the store. You can't do anything like that. It's yeah, just you don't impossible. want her to listen to this one. So sorry. <laughs> Mrs. Kyle, you have a lovely husband, and your children should be very happy someday. When oh, they I, I see to her this. in the back corner. I know this already. <laughs> no, that was just me saying it in a higher voice but anyways so yes. i uh i think like i said i i had another draft you had another draft that is correct so i already already have had my family draft and mm -hmm. now i have a couple of buddies a lot of buddies from high school that we do a draft several buddies several buddies right about nine of them because it's a 10 person league oh that's all you need so one thing that i struggle with and we i guess we haven't really talked about this how do you feel about trade vetoing? Trade vetoing? Mm -hmm. I I mean, when it comes to somebody who's obviously out of the playoff picture, then I have a problem with it. Okay. Other than that, if somebody is just, some people really have their favorite players and they really want them on their team, then I understand it. But if it gets too late in the season and it's like, okay, obviously this person becomes stacked, um, to have a good playoff run, and then I find that to be beatable, if that is in fact a word. Okay, beatable. I think so. And okay. Be. So this is this is my dilemma with my high school buddies league. I uh, last year I made two really really awesome trades that brought my team basically to the championship. I won. The, I think I went ten and two last year, mm -hmm. something like that. Or 11 and I don't remember 10, 11 and 2. I don't remember how many weeks we played. Mm -hmm. I made a trade and got Michael Thomas before he was the number one wide receiver. I think he was like eight at the time. Mm -hmm. Later in the year, I got Christian McCaffrey, who oh, yeah, I mean, he know. was like number one all year. Right. So a lot of the guys in my league are like, why don't we have tra trade vetoing? Because we would have vetoed those trades and they weren't like colluding trades mm -hmm. and that brought fire <laughs> i'm so mad no, he's just i'm fire. like to me to me i'm like why do you have a say in how good my team is mm -hmm. make your own team good right and i think some of them are going to listen some of them are going to be mad they all wanted to have to have the trade vetoes and i gave a big american text speech thinking mm -hmm. like this is america you do what you want as uh -huh. long as like you said as long as it is not collusion, because I have a thing like I am, I am the commissioner on all my leagues. Mm -hmm. Like, colluding is not tolerated. Hmm. If you are colluding, you're done. This is probably the most colluding has ever been used in a yeah in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't collude. That's stupid. I mean, it it totally brings everything down. The whole league, the whole everybody. I mean, it sucks. Oh, uh, and not uh, to mention. This was a funny thing that was brought up today by myself. If what they claim the trade was so horrible, mm -hmm. the one team that I traded with Michael Thomas finished third. Okay. I finished one. Another team finished two. The team that traded me Michael Thomas finished third. Mm -hmm. The team that traded me Christian McCaffrey finished fourth. Okay. 
I have to hear who the trades were. If you can remember anything like that. I only remember the Christian McCaffrey one was included. I gave up Dak. And I think it was like a three for one. And Dak was one of them. And he was ranked like the number two at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Michael Thomas was Michael Thomas, Deshaun Watson, and Marlon Mack for... I would receive those three, mm-hmm. and I traded away um, Kyler Murray, basically Kyler for Watson. Okay. I thought that was... I think that's even kill. Yeah. Okay. Robert Woods and Leonard Fournette, who oh. I think at the time, Leonard Fournette, if he wasn't top 10, he was top 12 at mm-hmm. that time. So again, Michael Thomas was the number eight receiver. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people thought that it was a BS trade, but I mean, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, sorry, my silence. I'm currently answering <laughs> questions from some of our people that are involved in the draft. And I'm just making sure that everybody is ready to go. It looks like we already got quite a few people logged in. We got Derek, we got Jason, we got me, obviously, my brother Keith, uh, you, and we're just waiting on a couple others to get the ball rolling. Oh, and Brandon Reimer. Oh. Maybe I shouldn't use his last name in case you're going to stalk him on Facebook <laughs> and whatnot. Although he might appreciate that. Brandon is currently single and looking. There you go. Ready he's, to on, he's on your uh, your route this week, isn't he? He absolutely is. Brandon, I've been seeing you around. And uh, not that we're that close, but I figured that it was you. And I'll check. Yeah, okay. Wave back at Adam, would you? All right. So we are 12 minutes out. Should Ooh. we Should we start picking some divisions here? Absolutely. We do already have our chat being lit up on here. We have uh, uh, Jason. It's time. Boys better come ready to ball in this league. Derek, let's get after it. Big smack talkers here I've seen. Is this uh, is this in the draft thing? Because I, I might have got out of it. You probably did. Okay. Um, I'm missing it here. Okay. Divisions. As you were. Okay. I'm going to go on the chat and say we are announcing the divisions actually do you want to why don't you type that up type that i have great thumbs you type that up so in the first position of the division of the north kyle would you like to do the honors as i shake up all the names in this colt's helmet absolutely i would and i can't reach because i've been blessed with short arms okay what do we got here uh brandon brandon Team one in the North Division. So basically what we're doing is we are setting up the divisions at random. Currently you will uh, be seeing them as uh, set um, divisions, but that was just a random thing we had set up just at the time. So Brandon is blessed with the North. And his division rivals will be... Division rivals will be Danny. Danny. Also the names were on the back. Yes. And I know that when I ripped them apart. <laughs> Congratulations, Danny P. And to finish that to division. Finish the division of the North will be Brighton Fuller. Congratulations, Brighton. Best of luck to you. Way to give up the last name again. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> Brighton F. All right. For division in the East, I'm going to pick this one out. Oh, you want to? Oh, you know, you totally do. You can hold it. Oh, I'll hold it. You can hold it. Yeah. Okay. The vision of the East. First pick. 
The number one in division of the East is Joey. Joey, congratulations being in the East. Next up in the East division. His division rivals will be Jason. Jason Lamar time. And to finish that division will be Keith. Keith, you are in the East. To the South Division. Kyle, neither of us have been picked. The I'm getting deep nervous. South. I don't want us to be in the same division. Yeah, you do. I don't. <gasps> Adam. Adam. That's first you. pick in the South. Uh oh. You're, you're going to be right here. I bet you any money. It's just the way that it turns out. Jake Ingles. Oh, my gosh. Oh. To finish the South will be Tony. Tony G, one of my fellow workmates in the big brown delivery truck. The way that you speak of him, I'm not happy that we are in the same division. Nah, Tony analyzes quite a bit. Oh, so I was going to have you pick, but huh, the rest know. of the division yeah, the rest, is here. <laughs> yeah, so in the uh, West division, we have Derek, which Derek, you've bragged him up quite a bit. JJ, which I am not scared of, and me. <laughs> uh, JJ, I'm joking. I just want to light a little fire on you. There we go. Those are the divisions. Division breakdown. Welcome to your division. Currently sitting at nine minutes till tip off. We do have everybody logged in almost. Do you want to type in the divisions and I can uh, stall some time here? Ooh, I'll stall away. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to give me that paperwork. There you go, sir. Thank you. I might be quiet for a little bit. Enjoy the <sighs> sweet sounds of Adam Z. Wow. I am very, very excited about this draft. The one thing I've been thinking about is in uh, this is not live, so everyone can listen to this afterwards, but I've been thinking about draft strategy. Since we are doing a half PPR, I've been thinking about when is a good time to take a wide receiver? Because I feel like the pass catching people take a, a little teeny tiny step back. Do you know off the top of your head, Kyle, how many uh, receptions uh, Christian McCaffrey had last year? Was Not it? the top of my head, but I believe it, it was, was like probably hundred and He did have over 20? 100, though. I would look it up. My thumbs are busy. So let's just say that it was 120. Um, instead of getting that extra bonus of 120 points, you would only get 60. <gasps> Blasphemy. So that kind of brings up the value of the running backs who kind of are strictly on the ground. Like we mentioned, uh, Derrick Henry or Nick Chubb, they don't really catch a whole lot of passes, but they get the ground work done. So I've been thinking, how is that going to affect how I want to draft and then, and then we have a three wide receiver starting spot, a third wide receiver starting spot. Right. So like my thought process goes, okay, half PPR, the wide receivers kind of take a little bit of a step back to the running backs because their numbers kind of only went down from there. Mm -hmm. But then that step up with that third wide receiver, it kind of goes right back to where it was. Mm -hmm. When it comes to, I did one one league last year where there was three wide receivers, and there was a lot of wide receivers that came off. 
the right. first round. Mm-hmm. They seem to come off in the first round a little bit more than um, normal, I guess, mm-hmm. when there's three receivers. Right. So, Well, the biggest thing I'm taking away from this is running backs, so like you were talking about Christian McCaffrey and whatnot. But now this puts Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs, in my opinion, higher than where I would normally mm-hmm. put them in a full PPR. For sure. Because, um, and we had discussed this, um, Derrick Henry um, and uh Jacobs there and for the Raiders, uh, more of handoff guys, not big out of the back mm-hmm. of receptions, you know, but this half PPR kind of levels the playing field a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, uh, I think it's gonna be very interesting. I never did a half PPR. I'm excited how this is going to turn out. Oh, right. I've never done a half PPR either. It was either all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. kind of a big deal. And, uh, I haven't done a whole lot of 12 team leagues if I'm being absolutely honest. And that's all I've really ever done. Wow. Yeah. I know, we've only, I know people. We've only done, I don't know if you've done any other divisions besides that one. Oh, I don't want to say horrible, but it was a pretty horrible league that we were in that one year. We did divisions. Uh, I love the concept, but it was just not, you know. Well, I mean, I, I forgot what the breakdown was. for. I mean, some of the scores of these games were 300 to 200 because the, the He had like bonuses. And, yeah, yeah, for the quarterbacks was just insane. You know, and I had breezed that year, so I did very well. <laughs> you know, I wasn't yeah. complaining all too much, but it was still it was kind of a lot of frustrated people when it came to that. And currently I'm looking at, we have four minutes, 20 seconds till we do start the draft. Looks like we got everybody logged in. Um, the draft picks have now become available as far as your position. Uh, Danny P is going to be leading off with the number one. We got Joey with the number two. Uh, Jake with uh, the third pick, Adam is going to be dancing in the fourth position, which I know he's already thinking. He's like, well, okay, so am I going to pick Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott? Does somebody sleep on Barkley? Who knows? Mm. Then we got Brighton with the fifth pick, uh, Tony with the sixth, Brandon with the seventh, Jacob with oh, – Jacob, I like that. Just, uh, why does it say JJ? Come <laughs> with the I Jacob stuff. With the eighth pick, uh, Jason with the ninth, Derek with the tenth, me with the eleventh, and my brother – Keith with the twelfth pick. Keith, yeah, Keith's got the turn. Keith's Keith well, owns both, the turn. Both you, both you brothers own the turn over there. Totally random, by the way. It was okay. completely random. Random. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're sitting at three minutes to draft time. Is there any other stuff we should plug in here before we? Oh, oh, we might be having a live, live thing going on here. What's that? Jason has started a FaceTime stream, and oh. I'm going to see if it connects. Oh, here we go. Let's see. <laughs> he wants to talk about his pick position. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Joey's already started with some uh, smack talk. The East is mine, he says. Jason. Oh, we got Jason on the line. Dude, are you guys ready or what? We're on, we're on live right now. How are you feeling? feeling pretty confident but i'm i'm more interested to sort of sit back and watch what's going to happen here for a couple picks (laughs) (laughs) what position did you end up so i am in jason is in the ninth spot like the ninth ninth position well as of right now that's that's kind of a wild card but of course you picked lamar jackson in the last draft that we were in together i know (laughs) With a number four pick. I'm really curious if he gets 
see if anybody uh, goes after Lamar or Mahomes first round. First round, be it'll be interesting. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of different characters here, so I in we haven't put, well, I haven't played with any of these cats except for maybe my brother Keith. So it's going to be Who's up and down. Huh? <laughs> Who's paying for this first pick? <laughs> so Danny just joined in as well. Oh, he Danny has the P. first pick. Danny, who are you thinking here? What's the worst to you? Oh, I'm, I ain't going for it. How I don't. Much, I don't like it over there. How much money do you think we got? <laughs> I'll, take a steak, I'll take like a steak dinner. <laughs> oh man, a Salisbury steak dinner. Oh hey, let me just throw this out there. <laughs> you you both are the very first guests on our on our podcast, so welcome to the podcast. It's kind of a big deal. I feel I feel honored. You should. Oh, yeah, you should. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to hang up on you. So I have my phone. I might, I might actually, I just didn't even think about bringing a charger. My battery's at only oh, half a life. back, man. So, uh, should I pick first? I don't know, man. I'm thinking you should go with, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Antonio Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown. So he got yeah, drafted. I'm him. thinking of either Odell or Antonio. <laughs> Antonio got drafted in my league. Did he really? Yeah, I get drafted like in the eighth or ninth row. All right, you guys, good luck in the draft. Hopefully you listen to this right. a little bit later, and uh, good luck. Yeah, good luck, guys. See ya. 30 seconds to the draft. Oh, that went really fast. Yeah, and we got Tony chiming in. Yeah, I'm going up against the long shot, and the second string so safe to say I'll win my division. Oh, we got two people thinking they're going to win their division. That would be Joey and Tony. And, mm. Oh, that's your division. Yeah, I don't like oh, my division. Man, wow. I got a tough division here. I don't, know. You, I don't you like it. Up this Derek cat, so I'm not sure. But look, ten like seconds. Oh, we get we got Jake E and Brighton are still sitting on auto pick, and so is JJ. Uh oh. Let me check on them, JJ here. We are going to have to send out some quick messages here. It appears. <sighs> Ooh. Danny is on the clock. Danny P is on the clock. Dude, you better look out, says Jason. <laughs> so, Kyle, we're far enough we're far enough away in the draft pick that we can kind of talk. I'm not going to give you all the strategy, but right now what I'm looking at, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott in every other league, the first three. Mm -hmm. So if I walk away in my pick with, I'm imagining Danny's going to take McCaffrey, I don't know who's going to go next between Barkley, Thomas, or Elliott, but whoever's left over in that pick mm -hmm. is who I'm taking. And that's a pretty safe way to go about it. Yeah, I'm I think so him. too. Yeah. But depending on if Jake is on auto pick here, the only way I'll get that is if Joey takes Elliott or if Danny takes Elliott. Right. Yeah, we got everybody except for Jake E on. <laughs> Danny, Danny for the goes first number pick. one. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Wow. No fear. That no was a shocker. I, and then I think we should reflect back on this later and be like shocker of the draft and steal of the draft, in my opinion. And then McCaffrey goes second to Joey. Okay. Uh, so now I'm Barclay stuck. I'm stuck. Jake e. And now, yeah, now you got a choice. Uh, Michael Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott. Let's see what we got. That's what I'm here for. Horrible first pick. <laughs> oh, they are not being nice to <laughs> Danny P. So... I think we'll forever go down as the worst of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think with my my first pick here, 
we're doing the half PPR, so that kind of drops the wide receivers. But the three wide receivers is is such a big deal to me. It is. I think since I got, you know, kind of the closer, the end of the second pick, the beginning of the third, I feel like I can turn around and get two good running backs out of that. I have a feeling it's, yeah. Especially with this being a half PPR. Yep. No. So with this fourth pick, I'm taking Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas off the board to Adam at the fourth pick. Wow, nice. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm totally on that. I'm nervous. Mike Thomas will catch passes from anybody. We saw it last year with Bridgewater and Breeze. If uh, what's his face, if uh, Drew Breeze goes down, Taysom Hill steps in. Still gonna catch balls from him. Think it's Taysom Hill. Oh, maybe Winston. 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 He's a gunner. You don't care if he five thousand yards last year. Yeah. Well, there we go. That would yeah, probably be, be better guy. for Michael Thomas. Probably would be. <laughs> Possibly. And then Brain goes Nick Chubbs. Ezekiel Elliott is falling. And Derrick Henry. Wow. Wow. Oh, could you imagine? So if I get people Ezekiel are Elliott people are taking this half PPR very, very seriously. Very seriously. We got some people that know what they're doing. There goes Kamara. And well, yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I I think Nick Chubb. Well, I'm going to take, I'm messaging Danny right now. I'm saying Danny hasn't been listening. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all. And it's terrible. So the Nick Chubb at the fifth pick. Uh, That's a good move in half PPR, I think. Maybe not I, fifth. Yeah, Maybe I wouldn't not. have taken him fifth. I could still see him in the first, in the first round, but. Okay. Would it, if Ezekiel Elliott falls to the 11th pick. Come on. He's not going to. There's, Come on, man. There can't. It, it can't. Jason's going to go Lamar first round. I'm calling it right now. But I don't think he'll get past Derek, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> he will not. There he goes. Jason, Jason. got a steal. No, I'm going to take Lamar to trade with him. <laughs> <laughs> Devontae Adams goes to Derek. All right. That puts me on the clock. But now, since I've been answering all these fun stuff in the in the chat here, which I'll reflect on. Oh, okay. Well, this is where I went last night, and I feel really good about what I did last night, so I'm going to go there again. Clyde, Clyde Edwards. Edwards first round. I yeah, mean, I, I get big. it. I mean, it's a lot of people are saying it's a big risk, big risk, all this blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, half PPR, I think he still could catch a bunch of balls. He's going to be running around all the time, oh, all this stuff. Uh, Keith oh. goes next with Juju Smith-Schuster. I guess in a three wide receiver. Definitely wouldn't take him at the number one receiver. Right. But it's not not the worst thing ever, I don't think. No. And after he takes Juju, he has the turnaround. He takes Aaron Jones a little bit high. But if, if you like him as your guy. Yeah, I mean, you never know. You've seen what he did last year. I mean, I think A.J. Doan's going to get a majority of the goal line myself. But, you know. So, Kyle, back on the clock. Who are you thinking, Kyle? I'm already off the clock. That's how quick I am. DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> with like, the quick draw there. With the quick draw. And that's – and that's I I usually go back-to-back running backs the first two rounds. But with this being the set, set up the way it is, with that important third wide receiver in the mix, I want my number one wide receiver, and I want it to be DeAndre Hopkins. I get that. That's I feel like that's pretty solid. This is uh, 
this is going insane. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah, I mean, because I'm I'm thinking people are going to follow suit. These are a lot of free thinkers, in my opinion. I, I think mean, so, too. I mean, we got a lot of people that escaped the first round, and I was like, whoa, yikes, that's a whack. Smith Schuster <laughs> before Hopkins. Yeah, we... <laughs> I, I agree that it's whack, and I do appreciate that whackness because that uh, made a Hopkins fall to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with Ben, with Ben coming back, Big Ben coming back, you know, we have not seen what Juju is with Ben Roethlisberger yes. without Antonio Brown. Yes, that actually might turn out to be an um, awesome pick. Listen, that's definitely not something I would have done, but if that's how you feel, you got to go with your gut. And we've already discussed how we feel about our guts. Yep, we have. It is true. And let's see what we got here. We got, did we discuss after Hopkins went Josh Jacobs to Derek? I don't think we did. Yep. And yep, Josh Jacobs goes off the clock and currently Jason is on the clock. And my guess is Lamar Jackson here. Does he do it? He can't not do it. He likes him. Oh, he goes Tyreek Hill. I was was just going to say, I can't imagine him going quarterback with three wide receiver positions. I'm surprised because maybe it's because we razzed him a little bit there previously. You're welcome, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. And then we got so right now I am. Let's see. You are four picks away. Four picks away. JJ's on the clock right now. His roster. He is shuffling through his paperwork. I can tell right at this moment. Looks like Dalvin Cook, and that is it. So with him there, three wide receivers. The number one is Julio. Oh, he goes Canyon Drake. Okay, so he's going. He's got his two starting running backs. Okay. Going okay. zero wide receiver, okay. which. I can, I mean, like we've said how many times in this in this podcast and how many leagues that we've been in, how how awesome the round like from three to seven or eight that the wide receivers are, and then after after running back, you know, in the third round, it gets really really sketchy. Mm -hmm. So. There goes Joe Mixon off the board. There is a couple guys that are doing the two running backs right away. Yeah, yeah, but that you know that's that's their preference. Maybe they know something about some of these later wide receivers. Oh, Kelsey comes off the board. Okay, so after um, JJ had taken Kenyon Drake, we had Joe Mixon come off the board, and our first tight end, Travis Kelsey, going to Tony. I really need Austin Eckler to not go right here. No. <laughs> I want Austin Eckler as my RB1 because looking at after Austin Eckler, um, it's really thin for mm-hmm. wide or for running back one. So Brighton, be a guy and take take Miles Sanders. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Just be a guy, man. No, he's 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 a sharp kid. I think he's gonna end up going wide receiver here. Unless he feels the pressure with Kelsey gone and does go Kittle. That could happen as well. He's taking his time. He's thinking. No pressure. He goes AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Does that is that who he went there? That is who Brighton took there. AJ Brown made a little bit of a reach, I think, but it's you know, we'll see if that's justified uh, throughout the season. Now we got Adam on the clock. Easy. Easy. I got. I gotta go. Austin Eckler. He was waiting on Eckler and. He sat there and waited for him. Julio Jones, good pick. Good pick by Jake's auto pick. Jake's auto pick. Yeah. 
Jake, Jake had called me before this and said he could not make it, but he had some buddies filling in. Mm-hmm. So Mason right now is dropping the ball for you, Jake. Oh, I'm just letting you know. But on. your auto picks are coming through. They are some good auto picks. But Jake. the back half is going to be it's really gonna bad. <laughs> it's going to be very messy. And then uh, we got Kittle coming off the board um, to the for the 23 pick to Joey. Yeah, that's, all, that's, that's all right. I, can, mm. well, I mean... Joey's a free thinker. Yeah, I, I don't hate George Kittle there. I think, you know, he's uh in the one position uh of the tight end. That's you know, he's kind of a cheat code because there's only, you know, when you really think about who's gonna be the top four, it's between Kelsey and Kittle are gonna be in that top four. Oh, exactly. And if you don't grab the other two guys, which who knows who could be there, you're risking. Mm-hmm. So if you want to cheat code on that one position, that's where you go with George Kittle or Kelsey. Right, because being in the half PPR, it's like that's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck is with those two tight ends in the tight end position. So Danny, after a long thought process, because he's been taking some hits for taking Patrick Mahomes, number one he overall. in the chat. They are saying this draft was whack when the first pick came off the board. <laughs> So I think he was tilting a little bit there. So he goes uh, Chris Godwin, which respectable pick. You uh, bounce back a little bit there, Danny, but you really dropped the ball for that first pick. (laughs) Then he goes DJ Moore, another good pick. Oh, okay. We got some people that are chiming in that A.J. Brown is suspended for the first eight games. I think they might be thinking of Antonio Brown. Yes, they are. So, oh, all kinds of misconduct. And I'm putting, I think that's Antonio. I think so too. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see if that gets uh, figured out here in the chat. But, anyways, uh, what we got DJ Moore was uh, Danny's uh, pick on the turn after Chris Godwin. So back to back wide receivers to uh, compliment his um, uh, Patrick Mahomes first round pick. Hey, I mean, it, for, for him, you know, Three picks without a running back in a 12-man league. The wide receivers, or I'm sorry, the running backs are going to be real slim. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get some people chiming in. And, okay, um, yeah, it is not, in fact, A.J. Brown. It is, I'm correct, it is Antonio Brown. And we have people saying, A.J. ain't suspended. I think you tripping. That's from Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, okay, and then uh, who do we have off the board after D.J. Brown? Uh, we got Joey going with uh, Miles Sanders. Um, and then we have Lamar Jackson coming off the board to uh, Jake Otto pick. Hmm. So I'm on the clock now. I'm looking at, I got my number one running back, Austin Eckler, my Mm -hmm. number two, or my number one receiver. I I think I know where you're going. I, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I, I think I know you well enough to know where you're going next, but that's just thinking. I'm really, really, struggling here because well no i think i gotta go <laughs> you know where i'm going i do know where you're going i'm between kenny galladay and amari cooper here exactly and i know which one. Oh man you are so big on one of these guys i am what's your gut saying amari cooper was injured last year he was inconsistent because of that injury kenny galladay was inconsistent he was healthy it's just because of the team that he was on he didn't have matt stafford tossing to him and to compliment your Mari Cooper um, with him being injured and whatnot. Now he's got like McCarthy. 
I did it. You did it. Oh, Kenny Galladay. I went Kenny Galladay. I went against it. I went. I didn't. I I shouldn't say against it. I didn't. I didn't go against my gut. I'm going a little bit of strategy here. Oh, I can hear your gut right now. Actually, through the microphone. (laughs) Why did you do that, Adam? I don't know why it sounds like Mr. Ed, but that's what your gut sounds like. And then after Kenny Galladay, we have Brighton on the clock. He went with AJ Brown, which some are saying in the chat that was a reach, but. Joey complimented him saying it might work out big for him. And then we got Tony. Adam has a solid team going. Oh no. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm oh, feeling no, it. No, no, I get it. I'm yeah. feeling it. I don't hear anybody saying anything about my team, but that's that's fine. <laughs> let me let me take a look for you for you here, Kyle. Well, you've only got the two picks. Yes. Edwards Alaire and Hopkins. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I can uh <laughs> pat you on the back. <laughs> no, that's a long reach. I'm <laughs> But oh, I'm, I'm kind of looking around and oh, did Cooper just come off? Because I was just looking at him, and he did not. Okay, uh, DJ Metcalf goes off to uh, Brighton, which I liked him last season in his rookie season, his sophomore effort. I can just see him being he, more improved. He's going for two sophomore sophomore uh, wide receivers in AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. Um, well, this might be where age comes into it. Young kid, you know, the guy that's trying to this position. Maybe sure. these are the people he's connecting with. But, I mean, I, I have no problem with what I'm seeing there. Um, Adam Thielen, solid for Reimer. Yeah, for a, for a wide receiver one. After he has Kamara, Joe Mixon, he goes Adam Thielen there. Solid. Mm-hmm. That, that's, you know, that's that's a pretty solid starting squad here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joey is giving a lot of compliments to people here. I'll take the old Miss boys. Yeah, Brighton did take Ole Miss guys, AJ Brown and DK Metcalf. Hey. Yeah, there we go. That's how you feel. Yeah. How do I feel or how's he feel? <laughs> However how he anybody feels. wants to feel. Oh, I feel right. I'm good. I'm just hoping that my pick that I'm keeping an eye on is gonna slip down to me and I am three picks away. So JJ's on the clock. I imagine. Oh, oh he goes he running, running back, back. Three running backs. Wow. He goes Leonard Fournette. JJ is not breaking the mold. He's so just going for what works. I mean, for. this honestly, this goes to. This is. I don't want to say this is why I don't like the fourth spot. I really like being in the back half of drafts mm-hmm. because you can grab two of those running backs. I don't like being in the first half because mm-hmm. as of right now, my running back one's Austin Eckler, which I'm comfortable with. But it just fell off so fast. Mm-hmm. I guess I, you know, I could have taken, I could have taken a running back in the first round, but yeah, but looking at it, Thomas, I know, I know, God, man, you're not going to regret that. I feel like if if Barkley would have fell, um, instead of Elliot, I would have taken Barkley there. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I still can't believe that. Elliot fell that far. Oh, Jason is really, really thinking on this one. Oh, just don't pick the guy I'm looking at. Who are you looking at here? You Kyle? know who I'm looking at. Carson. No, <laughs> no. Let's see. Let me see your team here. Hopkins, Edwards, Alaire. Are you going Cooper Cup here? No. Mari Cooper. Yes. See, I can see that stuff because they can't hear me right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Cooper so Cooper Cup, Cup goes. You're one pick away. Yep. And I don't I don't know. 
If, if Derek Let's... does take Amari uh, Cooper, then I'm going to really have to go back to the drawing board on this one because I'm kind of wanting two solid wide receivers to start off the draft. Then maybe I can uh, take a look at those running backs. Really Looking at Derek's team, and if I know Derek, which at this pick, I mean, he could go either way. Mm. Um, I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> who he's going to go with here. And a lot of people are giving Adam, I mean, not Adam, uh, Jason compliments because he is in a great spot for falling players, which is totally accurate. And there goes Cooper. There goes Cooper. a lot, Derek. You just (laughs) messed me up. Okay. Adam, do a filler while I take a look and see what I got here. Oh, goodness. I mean, Amari Cooper, that's in that spot that's kind of in the back half of the third round is where I've been drafting him. In the last two drafts, I've been getting him every single draft. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good spot for Cooper, especially in a 12, 12 team league. Um, that's solid. I mean, I was thinking about taking him, you know, at my spot mm-hmm. at 28. So Ooh. Kyle, he just messed me up big time. Yeah. Looking Thank at the board, that, looking at the board, I feel like if you're going. Uh, Man, in all honesty, that was the teardrop right there. Yes, yes. That was where... It absolutely was, especially yeah, in that wide receiver. Because now I'm looking at these guys, and I'm like, these are breaches in my opinion. I think there's one. You think there's one? There's one. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I do not blame you, and I am running out of time, so now I'm definitely feeling the pressure at this point. So when you're looking at these guys, are you thinking of Mark Andrews here? I actually did go over to the tight ends. I mm-hmm. did look at them because I was thinking, I'm like, that is probably where I'm going to have to go here. Because you're at that teardrop. And yeah, because I'm going to get the wrapper on. Okay. Because that's who I had pulled up. And I was thinking, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do tight end here. But it's like, this is probably the best available yeah, tight end. I think this can sit for a while. I think I, I can definitely respect that pick because I think and uh, Mari Cooper was the teardrop for wide receivers. And the teardrop had happened a long time ago for running backs. So you kind of started the new tier with Mark Andrews after uh, Kittle and, um, uh, oh, goodness, after Kittle and Kelsey go off the board. Mm-hmm. Taking Mark Andrews there is solid, I think. When, Thank you. You know, when you're looking at the guys that were on the board, James Conner, Todd Gurley, Allen Robinson, Chris Carson, Odell Beckham. Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, I think I think that was solid there. And I will say James Conner is the guy I was hoping that would come back around to me. <laughs> and Keith took him from me, and yep. I'm upset. Keith's a big Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, well. Yeah, and I'm just waiting for him on the turn. Interested to see what he's doing because that's probably going to affect what I'm going to do with my fourth-round pick. Once again, not a lot has happened in – my scenario to make me want to lean one way or another with these wide receivers. But I am doing some studying, looking up some 2019 stats and a couple receivers. Hmm. That's pretty solid what I'm seeing out of this one guy. Hmm. But this would be a half PPR. Though. So Keith went in other woods. And that was another guy who that who I was just saying was the next teardrop mm-hmm. he was the last guy in that tier for me mm-hmm. odell beckham he's up there he's a risk uh alan robinson 
you know, he gets the targets. He gets, he, if it's a full PPR, I think he's solid here for you, but half PPR changes a whole lot. Exactly. So oh, I'm doing it. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. He's going to bounce back this year. If not, dang. Fill him <laughs> in your running back position. I am, and it's done. Now I can just focus strictly on, uh, wide, well, I'll throw a quarterback in there, but wide receivers. But the wide receivers, I just didn't feel like there was somebody that stood out of that pack. I was sitting there staring at him. I'm going over stats, and I had Ridley up, was thinking about Ridley, wanting to take Ridley, mm-hmm. but just something said that's the gut feeling we were talking about. I'm just like, I got to I gotta go girly here. Yeah, Ridley's on my radar for my next pick, mm-hmm. but I really – I need Chris Carson to fall to me here. Since you have no picks before me, I will let you know that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm nervous. A lot of people have picked um, running backs, multiple running backs. Teams that I think could take him is Jason, who is the next pick after Derek. Well, Derek could take him here. He only has Josh Jacobs. So he needs that extra running back spot. Jacob, I'm not worried about. With He has three running backs at the spot. Brandon has two. Tony has one, and uh, Brighton has one. So I think I'm not thinking that Chris Carson is going to fall to me here. Mm. So looking at the next guys. But they might look at that Q next to his name and not look any further past that. They might think, okay, true. why was there, is there an injury thing? He's been injured in the past. Nope, is there he goes. Man, there he goes, never mind. <laughs> Derek is uh, putting together a solid team also. He is, yes. yes. Thanks, hmm. Derek. Yeah, you go, Derek, you ruined my Amari Cooper pick, and now you ruined Adam's <laughs> name. <laughs> Ooh, man, this is a this is a pretty uh, thought out draft. I mean, with the way it started off, I was like, okay, this is gonna be some really crazy stuff. But then it settled down, and it now did. it's gonna be a little more uh, thought out. Kind of the thing is, you never know how people are gonna go, mm-hmm. and you know. It, it, it's gone about as haywire as we could have imagined, I think. In the first round, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott going the ninth overall pick is insane. I think, I don't want to say people took the, the half PPR a little too far. I definitely would have taken Zeke over Chubb, Henry, yeah, Kamara, yes. Dalvin Cook, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I... I I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like like was stated in the chat that's going on. Yeah, that Jason is an excellent spot for people to fall because he's putting together something pretty great. Yes, he is. <laughs> so I say, uh, started out crazy. Now you cats are drafting like pros. And then Brighton says, I can change that pretty fast. <laughs> so <laughs> that is where he is sitting on his uh, um, thoughts. Uh, Le'Veon Bell comes off after Chris Carson. Oh, Joey's stating he's about to reach, and Tony says, "Dang you, Lamar!" So he, uh, Jason, is wrecking uh, Tony's day. And that pick was okay with me. Which I was at the Le'Veon Bell. One? Yeah, I wasn't looking at Le'Veon here. I thought if he would, if he would make it back to me on the turn, I would be interested. But I don't have, I don't have a great feeling about Le'Veon Bell. I think it's just the Jets and Adam Gase. I just, I just, it's just not. Fun. <laughs> Gase is just the well. Essentially, Gase is going to go there, and he's just going to probably get rid of the best player because that's kind of like what he does, you know. Yeah. And so, 
I mean, he, he got Frank Gore. Take another running back, Jake. <laughs> Says Jason. Um, okay. He goes Calvin Ridley. He goes Ridley. And that was another guy <laughs> I was looking at here. Right. I I am I am just struggling here with this this pick coming up. Like I said, and you know, not being used to twelve man drafts could also, you know, shake you a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, I think the biggest thing for me is being in the front half of the draft. That's that is the thing that's throwing me a lot. I think I'm so used to drafting in the back half, mm-hmm. and this was total random order. That uh, yeah, I just did not practice. I did not do mocks for the front half, and it's oh. it's throwing me right now. Mm-hmm. So right now, uh, Calvin Ridley, JJ took Calvin Ridley, Tyler Lockett, which were, I mean, all a whole bunch of guys is you know guys that I was looking for here. I think the guy that I'm looking at and I'm afraid of reaching for, even though he's kind of high on the board, is Jonathan Taylor here. Jonathan Taylor. Yes. I'm nervous. It's a crowded backfield, but I don't know who else I'm going to be going for down the line here. Mm -hmm. It's so the teardrop again in that tier two, tier three is going to fall really really fast after this i see one that i like but i do not think he's gonna make it back to me uh and plus i'm already pretty full heavy on the running back position so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to focus strictly wide receiver and quarterback probably for the next couple picks to kind of even this out felt good about it uh you know mark andrews was justified but i i'm just not usually a tight end guy in the third round unless it would have been Kelsey or Kittle. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see with that. Keenan Allen comes off the board after Tyler Lockett. Keenan Allen was picked by Tony. Now we got Brighton on the clock who states that he can mix up things pretty quickly. So you know, it's kind of it's funny that you mentioned the Mark Andrews pick because the two guys that Keith took right behind you were two guys that I thought would slip to you like you could take Mark Andrews and then you can either get James Conner or Robert Woods. And then that would have been, took him. Yeah, cause I, that would have been really good. I'm actually excited for Conner this year with big Ben back. Cause it's like, they knew what they were going to do last year. They knew they're going to rely on that running game and you know, they could read that. So it's, I think Conner's going to have a good year this year. And now I'm on the clock. Ooh, and Adam is on the clock after Hollywood I need one goes off to Brighton. I need a running back in the f- top four guys, top five guy. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm in a wrong folder here. The top running backs are Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, and Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. David Johnson piques my interest at the turn because right now I'm I want Jonathan Taylor. And I'm nervous that he's not going to make it back to me. David Johnson, I feel like he's also not going to make it back to me. But out of the two, I have a feeling about Jonathan Taylor. Do you even entertain quarterback at this point? Um, No. No, no not to me. Okay. Especially when I have an open running back spot here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, <laughs> this is In hard. my opinion, I like David Johnson's upside this year. Stats showed that Houston handed off the ball 397 times last year to different running backs. Can you imagine David Johnson 
getting even two thirds of that. I'm trying not trying to talk you into them, but I just want you to understand. I want to share a little bit with okay. you. That's and what I think. I, I appreciate that, but I'm I'm gonna play the game here. I do want mm. David Johnson. So there's six picks between, and you're gonna risk it. I'm risking it. That's okay because I think other people. So I think I think Jonathan Taylor has the upside here. I think, I think, David Johnson. He's he's older. He was injured last year. True. The upside of the rookie, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think I kind of think the sky's the limit there with Jonathan Taylor. And I like Taylor. I like. Yeah. Him. I mean, I I it's totally justified. Do not even need to explain it to me because I I appreciate that. So oh. as of right now, it's looking good for me. David Johnson was not taken. Allen Robinson goes. Then Terry McLaurin and Danny's on the clock. With Danny on the clock, he is sitting with DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, and Patrick Mahomes currently. He's going to go running back here. This might be where your Johnson comes off the clock. I, I think so. I think it's possible too. I Could he go back to back? He could go Gordon Johnson here. He does not have a running back. So it's a good spot for him. I think that is his best option. The other guy who I did not mention, who I was also hoping to fall back, is Mark Ingram. Um, Mark. David Montgomery is also there. Um, hmm. And out of those guys... I'm uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling so bad. Okay. Michael Gallup goes off the board with Danny's first pick, so then he has another one after. He's filled his three wide receiver spots. I don't think he's going to be looking tight end. You know, I think he's going to go running back. And there goes yeah. there goes David Johnson. Okay, I'm okay. I'm I'm okay with it. I got backup plans. Okay, well that's good to have backup plans, which we will uh, suggest when you do do a draft that you do have backup plans. Holy smokes! Oh, we had a couple fly off the board really quick. Some guys knew what they wanted. So off the board after David Johnson, picked by Danny, goes to Joey. Odell Beckham was a very fast pick, and I can respect that. I think he has a lot of upside if he can get back to health. And Jake's auto pick. Oh, he must no, not be no, auto Jake picking anymore. Yeah, he came he out and he talked a little smack in the chat. Goes Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. So back here. <laughs> back to Adam again. All that. A lot of those running backs that he's much needed. The two running backs, the two running backs that I'm looking at here, as I had mentioned before, are, I think are the teardrop. I'm looking Mark Ingram here, a run heavy team. He was very touchdown dependent last year. David Montgomery, who's a risk because Chicago seems like they want to run the ball, but their team just it's not. They don't even know who's leading them. They don't know if it's yeah. Nick Bowles, Mitch Trubisky. You know, it's. That uncertainty kind of... Oh, and he also had the he injury. Had the injury to his leg. So, and, they, and there was no timetable on that yet. It had not been updated at this point. So, what are we looking at here? Oh, yeah, still Adam on the clock. Still Too early to handcuff. So we gotta Too to early to handcuff, hand. yes. <laughs> um, I'm going Mark Ingram. I think the uh, he he has upside. Um the J.K. Dobbins. The the draft of J.K. Dobbins does make me nervous, but as of right now, Mark Ingram still has one year on his contract left. He's an older player, but I think they're going to run the wheels off there. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to run him like crazy. So especially, I kind of totally forgot about this point. Half PPR. That's great. 
Absolutely. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that pick. Yay. Way to go, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, no, I'm Mark Ingram. Yeah. Uh, he just never got the real, like the real props or respect that no, I he, think he deserved because, I mean, in New Orleans, he was a beast. Was the Baltimore, was a beast last year, but was, you know, overshadowed by Lamar, obviously, in mm-hmm. the running game. Um, but, like, uh, and then who we got here? Austin Hooper goes off to Brighton. He takes his tight end. Hmm. Yeah. Surprised the... he didn't go Zach Ertz there? Because uh, I am. Uh, Zach Ertz. I got to see what he's got next to his name. He's got a question mark. Let's see. Well, they're actually trying to work out a contract with him. Upper body injury, so nothing major. So, yeah, Zach Ertz is still a valued option at the tight end position there in Philadelphia. I remember when we did our tight ends ends, uh, episode, I was low on Zach Ertz. But the more and more I think about it with how much those – wide receivers get injured Mm -hmm. it's 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 pretty solid for a half ppr i think there's upside elsewhere i don't think austin hooper was the guy to take there at the tight end spot i think there was more upside elsewhere um but i mean like once again you want your guy you want your guy you go get him all right right follow your heart man which I'm so, pretty bummed that the ones that just came off with DJ Chark and uh, Cortland Sutton, T.Y. Hilton goes uh, to J.J. after that. Um, I mean, I'm looking wide receiver here. Uh, I only got DeAndre Hopkins. I was hoping one of those other guys would possibly fall to me. But, you know, uh, currently best available wide receiver is Stephon Diggs. I think that would be pretty solid right I'm there. I'm thinking so, too, with the whole Buffalo situation. Then we got Landry. I could go with a risk on A.J. Green. Well, that's man, a that's big a risk one. for a that's wide receiver too risk. it is so much easier in a 10 team league you know um with only two wide receivers aj green is easily like your bench number two spot mm-hmm. so drafting him as your for sure wide wide receiver two is a lot of risk mm-hmm. but how much upside if everything that's, that's goes thing. right if everything goes right for aj green he stays healthy Joe Burrow can throw him the ball somewhat accurately. I mean, even if it's inaccurately, A.J. Green is a freak mm-hmm. where, I mean, it's it's upside. Is it top 10 upside? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whew, this wide receiver uh, uh, is getting thin, man. It is getting thin. I was thinking Stephon Diggs, but then Jason goes and takes some, as I'm speaking about him, and now Derek's, Man, okay, okay. Well, that that's my own fault. It's on my own fault. But how do I bounce back from that? Yeah, the uh, the teardrop on uh, <laughs> on the wide receivers <laughs> has fallen. This is insane to me. The way that I look at this, I think about the draft that I was just in, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the players that are on the board now. Yeah, and a lot of these players were on the board a lot, a lot later mm-hmm. in my other drafts. This is tough. This is getting tough. Like we had said, well, it keeps it exciting. The first challenge ourselves, man. The first round had a couple surprises, mm-hmm. but it's really picking back up. Ooh, the third quarterback comes off. So that might have been a free pick for you there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're nervous about anybody else getting picked, but Deshaun Watson goes off the board 
mm-hmm. to Derek mm-hmm. at the 58th position in the draft. Yep. And then that's going to have me settle. And this guy did good for me last year. I'm thinking he's going to do good for me this year. Man, but it's like, because it, I'm, I'm just scrolling through the wide receivers right now, and I'm just like, man. Because it's like, I have the comfort of knowing I don't have to go quarterback right now because I got uh, just three more picks till I draft again. But it's like, I really need that wide receiver. You know, you got you to gotta go. You got to go sometimes. You got you to gotta just go roll the dice sometimes. Oh, you did it. I'm rolling it. AJ Green, do not let me down. And technically, he's in a contract year. Technically. Because he's yet still on, um, uh, what do you call those? Like franchise tags. Because him not being healthy, he was never really getting paid by the Bengals. Not the money he deserved or I thought he deserved. So you you know your brother obviously better than anybody. Yep. Would he have taken A.J. Green there? Probably. Really? Yeah. yeah I believe he would have. <laughs> so, yeah, you played, you played it smart. If that's your guy, you got to grab him. Um, I guess – you know, when you got to look at it that way. The fourth quarterback goes off the board. Ben Roethlisberger, which is, uh, that's, you know what? And it's like, I'm going to take a look. I have a feeling, though, that these, uh, no, there's a lot of good quarterbacks available. I'm going to go wide receiver again. And this is the <laughs> one I was going to pick over uh, AJ uh, Green, but I thought my brother would end up jumping on AJ Green. So I'm going to go Tavares Landry. Oh, right. which I was thinking about Cooks or possibly Fuller, but mm, Fuller has never stayed healthy for me, and I always find that he's on my team, and he just he just lights it up when he's there. But it's like the health issues. I don't even believe he's played a full season. Oh, Big Ben was an awful pick there. <laughs> <laughs> they are holding or pulling no punches in this no in this, this draft chat. chat. Is very whatever he says. Because I just feel um, that if you asked 100 people who they would pick, CM or Mahomes, with the number one pick, 99 would pick All right. CM. Yeah. Agreed on Big Ben. Yeah, we get it with the Mahomes thing. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're driving the nail a little too far into the coffin here. <laughs> um, Man. Okay. So you took... Jarvis Landry. Yep, and that was just from his performance last year, how he was for me. So you just filled up your wide receiver spots. Yep, so now that opens the gates for me to possibly go running back, which I'm hoping one falls down to me, but then it's also like I got to think quarterback too. Derek's on the clock. I would imagine that he's looking wide receiver here. Oh, he goes Raheem most. There he goes. Oh, my goodness. That was for me too. Well, so it wouldn't even came to me, so now I don't feel as bad. Oh my god. Feel goodness. bad nonetheless, but that's fine. That's knowing fine. okay. I'm very I'm very interested. Knowing that he just took him there, would you have taken him in place of AJ Green or Jarvis Landry right there? I would have took him before Landry. Yeah. In my opinion. I, I'm I'm big on Mostert because you're hoping that he was gonna fall my back. Eyes. I was hoping that like none of these people and that's what, he's a, he's easy he's easy uh draft bargain really i mean he's so he far is. down the list people sleep on him you know because i think the contract scared a lot of people and on on this adp i think this is how the nfl app works it goes through the really really early season so before raheem Mostert, when he asked for that trade while well, all of a sudden his adp just downfalls <sighs> so that goes through mock drafts real drafts everything like that mm-hmm. so his adp was so low that mm-hmm. he's a bargain 
Yeah. And I've been trying to grab him in every league that I could. Um, I mean, in the sixth round to get a, I feel like a number one, uh, maybe not a number one, number two running back in the sixth round is is solid. Yep. I mean, he's got Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, and now Mostert. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I mean, outside of JJ's team who has Dalvin Cook, Kenny Drake, and Leonard Fournette, you know, that's probably the next best trio of running backs. Here comes our next quarterback off the board. Dak Prescott goes to Jason. Okay. Which, yeah. I like Dak. I've told you how much I like Dak. Mm, which rubbed off on me last night in my draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't looking to take him here. So no. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy. I'm fine with that pick. Coming back around to me, I have four picks until mine. So let's look at the board. Who am I interested in here? I need one more wide receiver to fill out um, my wide receiver spots on the board. Tyler Boyd, he was, I mean, he he was solid last year, but the quarterback change and a rookie quarterback, it scares me just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know where you're going to go with your wide receiver, though. I have a feeling just from previous experiences with you, I think I know where you're going to go with this. So who who are you thinking? I'm very interested. Uh, I can't tell you that. Because Debo Samuel. I just scrolled yeah. down and saw Debo Samuel there. Yes. I'm afraid that if I don't take him with my next two picks, which I think he'll slide to me in the second pick, um, uh, I'll wait on him. I'll wait the six the six picks. Um, here comes the quarterback for Debo. Yep, you're gonna oh you're gonna wait till the swing around, eh? Yep, I'll wait because I he's don't think he's gonna make that swing. He's far enough down. Um, let's see who's in front of me here. Because you got Joey with two running backs. You got um, Danny P with one running back. He's gonna be looking. Oh, oh, we're talking Debo. Debo, yeah. yeah okay, so yeah. Uh, Danny P is filled with wide receivers. I doubt he goes that direction. Joey, maybe. So David Montgomery is falling because of the injury that just happened yep. just this past week. Just today. Oh, was it today? It happened today. Otherwise, it's, I would not have drafted him last night in my draft. It's so it's so interesting. Like, I, I don't want to take him. I'm interested to see how far he falls. Mm-hmm. Because of this injury. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. This is tough. It's the beauty of a 12 man. Because it's like, what do you do after this? You start yeah. Leon and Dion making some sweet trades. I'm interested to see the uh, draft grades. I'm very interested in seeing them. Okay. Parker Murray. goes. Dang it. So Devontae yeah, Parker goes, who. I was interested in there. Kyler Murray goes. Uh, Devin Singletary, I feel like, is kind of an easy slam dunk for me here. Um, he's not much of a pass catcher. Mm-hmm. I think with half PPR, I th- think that's the way to go here. And I just, I got to do it. I'm going Do it. Singletary. Doing Singletary. Okay. Okay. First guy on my bench spot, running back, um, with two wide receivers. So I'm looking to get a wide receiver on the turn here, which 
I already said I'm interested in Debo Samuel here. Mm-hmm. Which so which uh, just looking at what we got for available wide receivers, I would not be surprised if he fell to you. No, not with uh, you know Jones and Tyler Boyd. I, I think mm-hmm. those are names that people recognize. Yep. So and, Tyler Boyd just goes. Uh, um, I was about to say Delaney Walker. <laughs> Darren Waller goes right after me, and that it piqued my interest there. Uh, didn't want to go with it. Think there's a lot of tight ends that I can wait for. Which can plug in later with a lot of upside. Um, Darren Waller, he he, I feel like I feel like he is one of those guys that could easily push into that top four, like I said before. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not a for sure thing. Where I think there's a lot of upside in the back end of the of the draft. Mm-hmm. So after Darren Waller goes uh, to Jake. Uh, Joey goes, Tyler Boyd, Cincinnati wide receiver, and Danny's on the clock. Mm-hmm. So with that Joey pick of Tyler Boyd, he finishes off his wide receivers. He goes Terry McLaurin, Odell Beckham, and Tyler Boyd. Which is, to me, that is a lot of risk. Terry McLaurin, um, solid, uh, you know, last year rookie. He seemed to really stand out, in all honesty. It didn't matter who was throwing him the ball because they went through a couple – quarterbacks last year he looked he looks like you know he's the next best guy in the nfl odell beckham it'll be very interesting to see what happens with that browns team uh tyler boyd like i said before good he was pretty solid last year but mm-hmm. quarterback change and a rookie quarterback scares me away from that pick so mm-hmm. and plus he put aj green back in the mix mm-hmm. so brandon uh, cooks comes off the board to danny p to danny p so, so he's picking all of houston he, to me, well, again, this goes pick your guy. I think Will Fuller was the wide receiver to take in Houston. I think Brandon Cooks could have fell. Um, I think Will Fuller was the guy to take there. Will Fuller over Cooks. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, in between those two, I would have took Fuller. I would have, I would have rolled the dice on Fuller over Cooks, in my opinion. I, I see the upside, though. I mean, when you really think about it, Brandon Cooks was good for how many years? Basically, every year. And every team. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, again, he did have some pretty good quarterbacks throwing him the ball when it came to Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and now Jared Goff is kind of a tear down. But now coming to Deshaun Watson, that's, you know, I would say better than Jared Goff. So that that could – I don't want to say a steal quite yet, but the upside of Brandon Cooks – Again, I think you could have grabbed him a little bit lower, but I I can uh, understand the reach there. Yeah, because if it was something that someone that he was really having his eye on, it would I don't think it would have made it back his way. Um, then there goes your Zach Ertz. Okay, Zach Ertz goes to Danny P. I'm all right with it. Mm-hmm. One less guy that I need to worry about uh-huh. for my Debo Samuel pick. Oh, it's good. It's up to Jake. Jake from State Farm. Christian Kirk goes. Yep, to Joey. And Jake, Jake seems to be picking pretty wisely. One thing also, I uh, I realized this in my last draft because I did grab Debo Samuel. As of right now with the reserve spots, mm-hmm. he's a little bit of a cheat code. Because as soon as I draft him, he goes into my reserve and I pick someone else up. It's almost like having a bonus ah. a bonus last round. No. Oh, it just happened. <laughs> there goes Debo Samuel. Jake. To Jake. Jake. 
Oh very wise. my gosh. I don't know, Jake, but he seems like he's pretty wise. Now, now you're back to the drawing board. This is what happened. Yeah. I just got off the phone with him before this draft because it's we so just drafted in in the high school, my high school buddies league. And me and him were back-to-back draft picks. And he sniped me so many times. So yet again, once again, Jake, you jerk. <laughs> Boy, how's that holding up the bag? Oh, today? my goodness. Oh, man. That was a heartbreak no, right there. I like it. I like it because you just kind of laughed at me with the whole Amari Cooper thing. And no, this, oh. this is just deserves right there. I didn't laugh at Amari. I'm hurting. I'm oh. hurting right now. Okay, you better just go quarterback then. Oh, no. I know who my backup was, and he's farther down the list, but... When you he's... know, you know. Oh, shoot. Bang. Oh, no. Boom. I got to tell you, my guy is Marvin Jones here, but I have Kenny Galladay, so I can't do it. Oh, man, that just... That hurt. That that hurt me really, really a lot. I got 10 <laughs> seconds. Oh, goodness. Adam got hung up on running backs. Doesn't know what to do now, <laughs> says Tony. <laughs> oh, where did we go? Will Fuller. William oh, my Fuller. gosh. I like I like Fuller when he's healthy. But now you're reflecting back on it. I knew he wanted him, so I couldn't <laughs> could not take him, says Jake. <laughs> but but then we have Tony lifting you up, saying solid choice. Jake, once again, you killed me. <laughs> that was me oh, to Jake. I know, I know, I see that. Oh, goodness. That just, that was, I mean, what round is this? This, this is, is the seventh, seventh round, round. And that was a, that was a dagger to the heart right there. That hurt so bad. I mean, when I look at Devin Singletary, nobody took a running back in those six picks. Do I think anybody would have possibly for Singletary? Do I think I made the wrong decision? Oh, maybe. Oh, man. <laughs> Devo Samuel is such a weapon. I mean, he could take a, a screen pass to the house. Mm-hmm. It, and to have him as my wide receiver three, I think, was a solid, solid pick for me there. So to get sniped, I am so, so upset. Will Fuller, like I said with Brandon Cooks, he has the rapport with Watson. And so I had Hopkins last year when he was on the Houston Texans. And I remember watching the games and just being frustrated because fuller was just kind of hawking targets away from hopkins so again like i said i think will fuller was the pick to take there for danny so he was kind of the best best option for me on the board so i went with it will fuller now now james white comes off the board after Kenyon johnson do you like james white in that room um with his half ppr looking at his team james white is his second running running back he it was a reach there to me, but an understandable reach when he's your number two running back. To me, if it comes around and David Montgomery is there, if I was if I was Tony, I'd be taking David Montgomery, even with you know the risk of of the injury. But to have Montgomery on your bench, mm-hmm. I think especially when when uh, James White is your number two, that's mm. pretty scary. But his wide receivers are looking. Pretty pretty solid here. Now, I have a couple quarterbacks in mind that I'm thinking about when it comes to my pick, but I want to get him on the swing back. So I'm hoping. Uh, sure. I'm- it, yeah. And that's when you see Keith's team uh, drafted. Uh, Big Ben there. Roethlisberger. I think you're safe and whoever you're thinking there. Mm-hmm. 
So as long as they can make it to your but, first, but it's pick. almost one of those things where I want these three people in front of me to pick at least one of the guys I have in mind, so it make it easier <laughs> See, for me. I, I get otherwise that. Otherwise, it's gonna fall to me, and I'm just gonna be like, oh, because there's three quarterbacks that I'm really liking right now, and like I said, I feel good about the swing back making it available for me to look wide receiver, uh, possibly running back. But while looking at those, I'm kind of hmm. Hey, Kyle, Jared Cook didn't go in the second round this draft. <laughs> I I have a guy in mind that I... Oh, never mind. No, you don't want to talk about him? I can't. To talk about him. I just can't. Fine. That's fine. This is tough. I really that's feel like we are in the 13th round of a 10-team 10, 10 <laughs> league. This That's how I feel right now is... It's it's thin already. It's really thin. Mm-hmm. Kind of tip my hats to everyone drafting right now. This this is a very like I said. It started off just crazy. It started off a little crazy, and then all of a sudden, just all of a sudden, everybody got on the same page, and they're like, "Whoa!" It was um, again after Zeke, you know, slid so far. It was okay. Second round. Everyone, let's let's draft really good players starting now, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's stood up. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. it's tough. It's thin right now. Yeah, but like you drafting from that four position, which is a little out of your element. This eleven position is out of my element too. Where it's like I'm not used to having to sit and wait in that first round for somebody. I mean, I got mm-hmm. Hilaire, so I feel good about that. But then that wait after my second pick with Hopkins was a killer. But, okay, Emmanuel Samuels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sanders. <laughs> yeah, well, Samuels. <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders goes to JJ. Now we got Jason on the clock. He's already got Dak Prescott. I don't really have to worry about a quarterback there. Derek's got a quarterback. So I should be able to – that's not going to benefit me at all. So who are you thinking at quarterback here? When I'm looking at the top of the, the list, top. there's Wentz, Brady, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, and Rodgers. Those three that you – mentioned last are the three i am thinking about so you're not thinking Wentz. um no i'm not thinking Wentz. no Wentz doesn't do it for me um but now i'm taking a peek at my receivers i like john brown but is he gonna see less over there with uh stefan diggs jones all right so Mm -hmm. you're you're on the clock here i'll i'll give you a minute uh after emmanuel sanders goes to jacob Jason once again is scooping up the players that are falling with uh David Montgomery, which again had the injury today. Interesting to see. I mean, that could really pan out really well for him. Once again, just players that are just basically falling out of the sky into Jason's lap. <laughs> it's it's almost too easy. A little bit of risk there, but I mean a, a an understandable risk. I think it's it's an appropriate risk in this uh seventh round. At the 81 pick, I mean, for the running backs that are on the board, I, I feel like it was solid. Mm-hmm. So after Montgomery, Derek takes his tight end in Evan Ingram. Um, I, I feel like one of the better tight ends um, in that spot. It looks like that might have been the tear break for tight ends. So after this, we're looking at a little bit of the lower end of the tight ends, um, guys with potential upside. Um, so Kyle, you're on the clock. Who you got there? I went with John Brown from Buffalo. I think, uh, with, uh, 
their quarterback there being in his second year. He's going to be a little more polished. Probably not going to just take off and run with it as much as he did last year. So I'm thinking maybe he's going to be more of a pocket passer this year, and that would benefit Stephon Diggs, and I'm hoping John Brown. But now I will be doing quarterback next, and now this is a tough one. Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Hart says Rodgers, but it's Drew Brees, man. It's Drew stinking Brees. So you're you're thinking in what order here? In my opinion, I go in my head, Brees, Rodgers, Ryan. Oh, so you weren't thinking Brady there. Was not thinking Brady there. Okay. Brees, uh, Rodgers, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, getting... Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan in the eighth round of a draft. Hmm. That is a tough one because I'm I'm the one who's saying Drew Brees is on his decline right now. So it's like for me to go after him, Aaron Rodgers is going to have the – you know what? No, that's it. No, Aaron Rodgers got that fire lit underneath him. It's happening. You went and did it. I did it. You went and did it. Yep. So after you took John Brown, Keith took Robbie Anderson and Justin Jefferson, the rookie from Minnesota. See, I would have did like CD Lamb if we're gonna go wide receiver rookies. Yeah, I agree. Out of the out of the rookie wide receivers, I I I personally, again, this is all what's your preferences. Mm-hmm. He was not the rookie that I would take there. No. So you take Aaron Rodgers there. Yep. I am six picks away. Derek is on the clock. Right now, his current team looks like for running backs, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, Raheem Mostert, running, or excuse me, wide receivers are Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, and end of list. So in his quarterback position, he has Deshaun Watson. Tight end is Evan Ingram. So with his pick there, the 87th pick, he takes the rookie that went to LA, Cam Akers, mm-hmm. the running back. Which I did hear news today that uh, I think it's Darrell Henderson was one of the running backs there. Had a little slip up and a little injury today. So mm-hmm. Cam Akers, I, I don't, excuse me, I don't know if that, that it was today. I think I heard it today. Um, but Cam Akers there, I think solid upside, low, low floor, but solid upside there. Mm-hmm. So after Cam Akers, Jason takes a backup quarterback once again, Drew Brees. To me, he just drafted a headache. Because, <laughs> yeah, now he's going to have to pick between two <laughs> great quarterbacks to be a starter. Yep, yep. To me, I, I've, I mean, I've, I've, I've done that. I've done that thing before. Draft and two quarterbacks. I, I stay away from that. I've learned. I've learned that. I hate it. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's like, and you're like sitting there, and then it's like the guy performs for you. The week you don't have him going, and it's like mm-hmm. just sad. Yep. So, uh, I mean, I feel like I could tell you strategy for me, which I think you already know is I'm not drafting two quarterbacks anymore. New unless, plug and play. Unless the league would would play for it, where you know there's super flex leagues where you can start a quarterback in a flex position, but I don't play any of those. I'm not looking to draft a quarterback. Who's this Tony fellow? Tony. Yeah. Who is this Tony fellow? Oh, it's Kamala. That's my boy. Oh, yeah. It says, Kyle, we work at UPS. I mean, Big Brown Truck Company. Uh, the only hair we can grow is a stash. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. What we got going? So, after after Jason takes Drew Brees, Kareem Hunt goes off the board to Jacob. 
Uh, half PPR, that's interesting to me. It is, and I was actually thinking about it earlier, and that's what deterred me away from Kareem Hunt I, because that's his upside. I agree, yes. So after that, Deshaun Jackson comes off the board, which both of us had been drafting a lot in the last round. So I think he could have waited a lot longer for that. Agreed. Um, Marlon Mack goes off the board. Uh, Brighton is on the clock right now. I am one pick behind. And he just drafted Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. So, I mean, I was looking to draft Marvin Jones last round. Mm -hmm. Don't exactly want him because I already have Kenny Galladay. You're going to go quarterback, aren't you? Your boy's right there sitting there smiling at you in the picture I see. No, he, I'm not, I think. You're getting back on the swing. I think. Or you big on Newton. That's probably what it is. You're probably sitting at the end for Newton. Oh, man. Which Newton went insanely high in my draft, by the way. Did he really? Yeah. I want to say like the fifth round. Like ahead of a lot of great quarterbacks. I, I'll tell you this because I have two picks here. Mm Mm-hmm. I like Ronald Jones here, uh, running back for Tampa Bay. I want Marvin Jones. But since I have Kenny Galladay, I, <laughs> I'm going to see if Marvin Jones can last another another couple picks for me. I'm going to go ahead and take another bench running back in Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Surprises me. Really? It does surprise me. Mm. Reason being, I thought you'd go quarterback there. With uh, the running backs that you currently have, I thought you would have possibly just thrown it out there. But this one might actually come back to benefit you later on because I think a lot of people are going to sleep on him doing your handcuff in Baltimore. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're probably right. Yeah. I, there goes uh... Marvin Jones. There goes Marvin Jones to Joey. But Good pick, Joey. I mean, pick, Joey. if you're going to listen to this, you will understand that I wanted him at my Will Fuller spot at 76. So, you know, almost a full round behind where you picked him. I think that's an awesome pick. Mm-hmm. But because I had Kenny Galladay, I kind of felt like I couldn't do it. So You can do anything you put your mind to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see when the – the defenses and stuff start flying off the board. Me too. That that I will say is one thing that starts making it feel like, like I'd said, it feels like we're in the 13th round, last round. That makes these stretch of all these players last a whole lot longer because when those defenses and kickers start going off, it feels like these guys are going to start slipping. So I, I'm really excited about <laughs> when that happens. Is that going to distract them a little bit? Yeah. I yeah, so. I, I bet you we see it in the 10th round. I'd be surprised if we start seeing it in the 9th. I know who I want in my pick, but I really doubt he's going to fall that far. Maybe after you do your pick, then I'll say who I want to pick. Which Are you I'm, thinking Tevin Coleman here? I currently am not, but he did pique my interest in one of the last rounds that I had picked. I'm like, hmm. Water softener. Water softener <laughs> test. But I was, it was piquing my interest because, let's say... Um, Raheem goes down. Telvin Coleman. He's your guy. He, Man, Breed is not there anymore. Yeah, it's uh it's it's solid for sure. I think what surprises me the most is these late rounds, how long they're taking. Yeah. You know, people are 
thinking they're looking. DeAndre Swift goes off. Baker Mayfield right after to Joey. And then we got Jake from State Farm up. And then we got uh, Adam will be picking after him. Oh, man. So I'm looking at the ADP of J.K. Dobbins. Since you brought it up, mm-hmm. you it has piqued my interest. He's going 133. We're in 100 right now. Mm-hmm. All right, my pick is 100. I, I want to wait one more round. On your quarterback? Oh, I'm oh, not. I'm oh, still not looking oh. quarterback here. Oh. Um. Oh my goodness. Huh. J.K. Dobbins is quite high on the board. I feel like he's kind of exposed, and it scares me. A little bit, especially if it's somebody's feeling uh, desperation, and they're like, "Well, geez, well, this is." Uh... No, I think he's low enough for you. I think so because the, the name of Philip Lindsay is going to be more familiar to people, um, even Latavius Murray. I, I think, think you're right. Be good here. All right. Um, but do what you want. I don't care. With my 100 pick, I <laughs> Keith is going to be mad at me because I'm taking Deontay Johnson here. Yep, and now Keith just probably scratched it all. Like, Adam. <laughs> you did not just take my guy. Oh, this gives me some food for thought. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think I know I want to go wide receiver here. And to tell you the truth, I'm surprised he's still out there. CD or CD. Jerry Judy? It's CD. I'm big on your uh, Broncos train there, but uh, I mean, CD Lamb. I mean, they got yeah, big with, intentions for that cat. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with Jerry Judy, I mean, when you just look at the quarterback uh, comparison with Jerry Judy's quarterback and Drew Locke and CD Lamb and Dak Prescott, I think the only thing that draws me away from uh, CD is, you know, how competitive those targets are going to be when it comes to Amari Cooper, uh, Michael Gallup, and Dallas Goddard, uh, even Zeke, even Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, how far down the line is CD going to be? But hype train alert. <laughs> hype train. Amari Cooper did say, I think we have three wide receivers on this team that are 1,000 yard, thousand yard pass catchers. Right. So is, true. is that possible? I mean, sweet. Cool if they do. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, be sad that I didn't draft a piece <laughs> right. of that. But right. yeah. So. If you take CD, um, I mean, I feel like that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. That justifies it. Now I'm just slowly waiting until it gets there. After your pick of Johnson from Pittsburgh, Sterling Shepard comes off the board. Uh, then Ron Gronkowski goes to Tony G, which ironically in past years, me going with him um, uh, in uh, fantasy leagues, I think that's who he usually goes with. Then Jordan Howard goes to Brandon. Hey, Lamar, you don't have a tight end. So we have Tony G picking on Jason. <laughs> Tony is a smack talker, isn't he? He is epic. He is fun to have conversations with, fun <laughs> to work with. Does cause a lot of trouble, though, <laughs> at work. You know, I, he knows that, so yeah. he won't mind me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that just in this, in the chat here. Mm-hmm. And then we got three picks till my pick. And my boy should still be out there unless um, I'm taking a look at the wide receivers. Oh, okay. JJ's pretty. Oh, no. 
see Jason has Dak Prescott. He might want to put a wide receiver from Dallas on his team. He's going to take the stack. The uh-huh. stack with Dak. He might. That's good. Oh, you know, I'm ready. There we go. Oh, okay. He did not take the stack. Did not. But does he have? Oh, he does not. I was going to be interested if he had Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, but he does not. No. You know, so, Alan Lazard came off in my draft. I, I'm not it's surprised. Not number two. It's very possible. I mean, it, it, I mean, when Devontae went down last year, it was a sad story for Green Bay. I mean, sad story for all of us that are rooting for Green Bay. Uh, Alan Lazard, I think. He's a feel-good story, too. Yeah. You know. Why not? I mean, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are known for making unknown receivers known. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Alan Lazard, I think, is interesting when it comes to a lot later in this draft. Mm-hmm. He's on my radar for a lot later in this draft. Mm-hmm. Feel bad for telling you that. That's okay. <laughs> but me. now you know. Now I know the rest of the story. So, mm-hmm. Jacob. J- oh, I thought. Oh. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. JJ takes Tom Brady. Jason is on the clock again, going down into the 20 seconds here. Mm-hmm. He's taking it tight. 10 seconds. So, yeah, he could be taking that stack yet. I, I, I'm i sorry. I thought that was... Uh, there goes Judy. He takes Judy. Okay. And I was interested in him at the turn there. So, once again, I'm sniped and I am And I am sniped hurting. by Derek. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness okay. that's you know what hurts more you know you hurts know what? more when it's taken right before you go this is this is what i'm gonna say kyle mm. i will sure. say jason and derek listen to this podcast and jacob as well hmm. <laughs> those are three picks right before you they have listened they know our strategy <laughs> that's what i'm gonna go with and you know what good for you guys We'll take oh, full credit. <laughs> yeah, whoever wins for your great from, team, man, that is like a dagger because that's just who I was totally counting on. Oh man! So who you're you're? Are you still looking at wide receivers here? I'm looking through them, but I'm not happy with what I'm seeing. I'm almost like, man, do I even do I even start the defensive train at this point? But no, I can't. Um, well, I mean. No. Okay. Yeah. That was probably one of the few that I would say that's I would safe. be surprised. Yeah, that's yeah. just me playing the safe game. There. Well, especially this year. I mean, when it comes down to it, Tevin Coleman can be a savior. He could Absolutely. be a steal come down this far. So I bet you Keith does. Oh, Joe Burrow. Interesting backup. Very interesting <laughs> backup. Oh, man, but that doesn't help me out any as far as making uh, some th- – Kicker. And he takes the first kicker, Mason Crosby. Keith, very interesting draft strategy. I, I don't think, think that he's been listening to our podcast. I'm has really he? disappointed that he hasn't been. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. Um, now I'm just taking a peek at the wide receivers currently. Crosby, first kicker. Um... Because it's like, I think I can wait on my defense till next round. Because I think these people are going to keep following suit on this. 
He, he, well, I feel like it's starting to get real thin. Mm. Real, real thin. Um, Man, I don't know. I don't even know who I'm looking at here, and I'm still, what, seven picks, seven picks away, and it is so thin right now. Mm-hmm. It is incredible. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Man, do I start that train or not? I mean, after after you you took Tevin Coleman, I I really I would not be shocked. I don't think that it's a bad pick here. I think you've waited long enough. There's enough players off the board that it's not crazy to me to take the first defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kyle, who are you going? 49ers D. <sighs> it auto-picked it for me, but that's who my thumb was over. The clock ran out. I was watching it. Make sure you go in there and, and change it auto-pick, to auto Okay. Which I just did, but my thumb was just about to hit it. So 49ers got a good D, man. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, but I was looking at the other D's: Bills, uh, Chargers, Broncos. These were ones that were they're listed as lower rank, but those are great defenses too. Really great defenses. I'm kind of interested to see where um, uh, what's his face lands, the one that just got cut by Baltimore. Oh, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. I'm kind of interested yeah. to see where he goes. I'm surprised sure. he's still out there. I thought he would have already jumped on on board with somebody, but he he's got some issues he's kind of working yeah. out there from what I hear. Yeah. So I'm looking at my next pick here. I'm afraid of reaching. Um well I mean looking at these guys where their where their ADP is, I guess I'm not too afraid of reaching, but it's so thin. It's incredible. I'm I'm I guess I'm not so much afraid of reaching as I am afraid of getting sniped once more. Yeah. <laughs> Derek really took the win out of my sales on that one. Quit playing with your dinghy. Yeah. Yeah. So after you take the Niners defense, Derek takes Noah Fant, one of the the late round tight ends I was interested in. Again, part of that Denver offense. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty high on. I like Noah Fant. Um was mm-hmm. hoping he Noah was one Fant, of the man. I was hoping he was one of the prospects that I'd be looking at a little little bit later, but uh I think that's a pretty good pick there in the tenth round. And after Noah Fant, Jason takes Sony Michelle, the New England running back, who I don't even know. I mean, they picked up. Um, who did they just pick up? No, who are you asking? Sorry, New, I'm in New the England. Chat. New England just picked up Lamar, Lamar Miller. Miller. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, I mean, I feel like knowing. Um, goodness gracious, I'm struggling here. Yep, there goes your Matt Ryan off. Okay, JJ, I'm not. JJ. Oh, he took back-to-back, <laughs> takes Tom Brady, and then Matt Ryan. Again. Maybe he didn't feel comfortable with the Tom Brady thing where he's like, uh... I, I'm high on Tom Brady. He is a risk. I feel like he's going to he's gonna be all or nothing. He's boomer bust. But I'm higher than, on Matt Ryan than Tom Brady. Sure, yeah. yeah. I imagine you feel the same. Matthew Stafford, and I will say, Matthew Stafford is the quarterback I was looking at after I took Kenny Galladay because I knew if I took Amari Cooper, I could not get the stack with Dak. There goes Newton. And uh, Matthew Stafford, I was looking at to do the stack with Kenny Galladay, and that's why I could also not draft Marvin Jones. I didn't want three Lions on my team. So a little bit disappointed that Stafford, you know, got got taken there. 
Um, with my pick here, it's a struggle. It is a struggle. I feel like I'll kick myself if I don't get the handcuff of you, you, yeah, that's a very, J.K. Dobbins. And I totally respect that decision. I think that's a great move at that position. I mean, he won't wind it right back around to you. But mm-hmm. but, do you pick somebody else? Like, do you see somebody else that you'd rather have and then get him back on the swing, possibly? I feel like he'll come back on this. Well, I'm. you know what? I'm going to take another risk. No, I'm not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, the way that it's been going, the way that it's been going, a lot of the guys after my picks have been taking a lot of wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So the wide receiver that I'm looking at here is Miko Hardman, Kansas City, speedster. Speedster, but mainly return man. But, mm-hmm. I mean, with Sammy Watkins coming back with a little bit of a cheaper contract, I feel like they're going to want to try Miko Hardman. I feel like it's – it's a home run swing. It's a real, real swing for the fences pick here. But if it pans out, I got a piece of that Kansas City offense. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. So J.K. Downs is my next pick. And if he is taken, I'll lose it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what to be great if Jake took him? Yeah, no. <laughs> Jake, I'll punch you in the face if you take J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> Would you have taken Cohen over Dobbins? Um, like he did in the previous round in a half PPR, which is Cohen's upside. Cohen, um, I'm not sure. Hmm. I think he take. I think he took Cohen because of the Montgomery news. I do okay. think that there is upside in Cohen there. That's that's very smart. But now I'm really nervous because looking at Jake's Jake's team, he only has three running backs. And now I'm really thinking I just took the wrong guy. Uh, now I'm freaking out. Let me see what we got for running backs. He's probably studying on Lindsey, Vaughn, and Brita, in my opinion. And he oh, goes, he goes Williams. Williams, Steelers come right off the board with the defense to Joey. And now Danny P has got his last of the 10th round pick, and then he'll swing around to his first of the 11th round. Dan Dan T-shirt, man. Two picks here. Dan Dan T-shirt man. I don't know. If that's <laughs> Sixteen rounds too. This is just oh, he took Carson Wentz, which oh, you know what, Danny? <laughs> I have to say this, Danny. I love you. If you did not take Patrick Mahomes, your team looks really good right now. Taking Carson Wentz in that tenth round mm-hmm. at a hundred and twenty. Oh, look at that. He is solid. Going, Dobbins is going to fall back to you unless Jake does. Which Jake ahead. is known to do. Which he has. <laughs> so <laughs> after I take Michael Hardman, uh, Mike Williams goes off the board. Steelers defense. Carson Wentz goes to Danny. And then the turnaround, he takes the number one kicker, in my opinion, Justin Tucker. Mm-hmm. Alan Lazard, which I said in the later rounds, goes. I think it's interesting. I don't hate it there. I do think it. It could have slid down a little bit farther. Jake's on the clock, and I'm really, really hoping that he takes Philip Lindsay, if any even, running back. I don't even think he's going to go that way. I bet you he goes defensive kicker just from the pressure that's starting to be added by the defense coming up for it, coming in the last round. Jake, uh, the one, one thing that I said when I was on the phone with Jake just oh, before no. this, me and him have very similar minds. I 
don't think he's going to go J.K. Dobbins there, but I don't think he's going to go kicker <laughs> defense either. No, he's he's that type of a guy. He is. He's stone cold. <laughs> <laughs> stone cold. Stone cold his body is <laughs> his body is going to be stone cold if he takes my guy, which I think he just took your guy. He totally did take my guy. I was going to sit on for the wraparound. Yeah. Antonio Gibson. So I'm going to play it safe. I'm done taking the risk. I'm taking my handcuff. J.K. Dobbins. I have the Baltimore Ravens backfield. I'm feeling pretty happy about that. Yeah, that was a pretty good handcuff. There. Antonio Gibson was on was on my list as well. So yep. I think if you didn't take him here on this turnaround, I think he was coming my direction. Mm-hmm. Now looking at how my roster has lined up, I have one bench spot left. I did not take a quarterback or a tight end or a kicker or a defense. Mm-hmm. So you're still sitting on tight ends. Eh? I'm still sitting on tight ends, hmm. but I would really, really like to grab one more receiver for the bench. But looking at the list, it's, it's very, very slim, very slim. <laughs> it's a, it is incredible. Sorry if you lose me from time to time. Interaction in the chat is pretty exciting. And then we got um, <laughs> after Adam goes J.K. Dobbins, then Brighton goes with the uh, kicker from Kansas City, Butker. Then we got Tony on the clock. And he goes kicker also, so we're starting a kicker train here, it looks like. But I'm going to sit on kicker. Not not huge on kickers, unless it was like a Justin Tucker in this round or something. But he already is off the board. But now we're seeing. More defenses after William Lutz to Tony. Then we go Buffalo Bills defense to Brandon. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So we got a little special teams run here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you kind of started it <laughs> after you take after you took the 49ers. The first defense, Baltimore goes to Brighton. Uh, the Steelers goes to Joey. Uh, Dan takes Justin Tucker at kicker. Um, then it goes Butker to Brighton. So he has all the special teams filled out. Tony takes Will Lutz as a kicker. And uh, sorry, Brandon takes the Bills defense. Mm-hmm. And now we got JJ on the clock. I'm kind of thinking about where I'm going to go next. Um, after going defense, that kind of opens up for a couple of different options. The next guys I'm looking at are actually further down the draft board. Um, as far as wide receivers and running backs go, uh, the running backs that I'm going to probably look at are running backs that could potentially capitalize on injuries to starting uh, running backs. Sure, yeah. So you're looking Philip Lindsay here. I'm not. You're not? No. Well, I currently am not. Golden Tate. I think that's a solid pick there. Golden Tate, as much as I don't enjoy Golden Tate uh, for his actions when he was in Seattle when he'd play against Green Bay, it's yeah, it's, it's one of those guys who year in year out produces. Green Bay has suffered from Golden Tate for many a year. Many from many Seattle to Detroit, Golden Tate has been an enemy of Green Bay, and we have seen firsthand how dangerous he can be. Absolutely, going to New York. I mean, he's the veteran there for a young quarterback and Daniel Jones. Golden Tate has, you know, he has the upside to be the number one receiver there. He's a, you know, he's a very, very solid PPR option. This far in the draft at a half PPR, 
I think that's a pretty solid pick. Mm-hmm. He, I, I would, I would argue to say he is probably probably was the best best wide receiver on that board at that time. So good pick to you, JJ, if you care at all, my opinion. Who cares? Who cares? Come on. Don't so Jason on the clock goes Mike Gesicki with his tight end, which I like as a late tight end. Um, then Derek goes uh, Darius Slayton, another wide receiver for the Giants. So Kyle, you were on the clock. You were looking at wide receivers. Were mm-hmm. were the two giants uh, in Tate and Slay? Were they on your? Uh, sorry, Slayton. Were they on your radar there? Slayton was definitely on my radar. Picked right before me by Derek again. Thanks for that. So it's gonna kind of <laughs> it's gonna kind of push me around a little bit. So I'm taking a look at. Uh, Can I interest you in one Antonio Brown? If he's in, if he's available in the last round, I'm gonna go Antonio Brown. Um, I don't hate it. <laughs> no, no, don't don't hate. Um, with the chance of the swing around here, I'm gonna take a peek at what I currently have for my rosters at wide receiver. Uh, I'm not in love with it, but I'm looking because I'm thinking I might go dual running backs back to back, but. Man, some of these these guys, I'm just looking around and I'm seeing I'm just not super up on. Let's read some names off that you're not super up on here. Anthony Miller did have, oh, okay, auto pick. Okay. <laughs> Clock runs Clock out. Clock runs out. Thanks for the warning, Adam, as I was searching. Um, I was not looking at all. I'm uh, sorry. Nice. I apologize. Okay, Kyle. but Zerline goes off the board, so now I got my kicker. Which I'm okay with. He's kicking in Dallas, so I'm all right with that. Yeah, and again, when you when you took the defense, when you took the 49ers, it was because, I mean, you were taking one of the better defenses. I will say, I'd say the top-tier defenses are off the board. Mm-hmm. Greg Zerline, you know, I don't really rank kickers, but I'd say he's one of the better ones. When you just look at the team in Dallas, uh, he's going to be kicking a lot of extra points if they kind of, putter out in the red zone he's gonna be kicking a lot of field goals so i i like i like zerline there i i wouldn't you know hate the pick if i was you because again you're on the turnaround keith's gonna take two guys here and you got the you got yep. another pick yep and uh professional opinion i'll bounce off you i'm gonna go with a backup running back here and i'm stuck between matson murray and Lindsay. I know you had mentioned Lindsay earlier. Matson, Murray, and Lindsay. I like Matson. I do like Matson there, especially with, um, you know, I mean, they said uh, Cook's going to play. He's not going to sit out. Look, we we but, had, we had talked about, and we never did. We talked about doing a segment with handcuff uh, running backs. Mm-hmm. Alexander Madison to me is the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Because as much as as much as uh, Cooks is saying he's ready for Week One, what I have come to understand the reason that he's here is um, there's a new uh, contract sort of thing where if you sit out every day that you sit out in camp, you're fined fifty thousand dollars. All right. So as soon as Week One starts, the kickoff, Brennan or I'm not Brennan Cooks, Dalvin Cook can sit out, and I don't think he's fined. So if he wants to, if he wants to put the pressure, if he wants to put his foot on the neck of the Minnesota Vikings, Alexander Madison 
he's the pick of the draft right here, in all honesty. That's a big if, but... And before you finish your statement, that is who I went with. Solid pick. And then Rager comes off after my pick to Derek. I was... Uh, what had just crossed my mind? Oh, um, there was a possible hand... Another possible handcuff situation for you, I believe. I got I to gotta rethink my inks here. But I was looking through and i was like this might be an option oh because you got ronald jones yep i was thinking that as well still sitting out there Keyshawn vaughn Mm -hmm. the rookie um how much faith does anybody have in lashawn mccoy at this point uh have the wheels fall off Uh, you know i'm not too worried about shady um the word on Keyshawn vaughn is he's gonna be a special teams uh from what i have heard Mm -hmm. so I mean, if he's still around come the later rounds, um, if someone wants to pick him up and he does end up being special teams, if I feel like I need to handcuff uh, Ronald Jones a little bit later, I feel like I could possibly pick him up free agency. Mm-hmm. It is it is interesting to me here. So um, I don't want to take a handcuff back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Understandable. But it's just... It's so thin. <laughs> it's so thin. I'm looking at quarterbacks, which I might be the only team that does not have one. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, when I'm looking at it, Josh Allen's still on the board. Josh Allen interests you that much? I mean, he finished last year as a sixth quarterback. In the league, and I guess I really didn't even realize that. Uh, I kind of like slept on his stats last year. And I will, I will love to point this out. This is why I wait so long on quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> if if Josh Allen isn't there, uh, who he, I think he's going to be my next pick here. Josh Allen isn't there when it comes to my pick. I will wait longer on Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill, Jared Goff. Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins. I mean, that's when I think about Kirk Cousins, their defense isn't as stout as it used to be. Mm-hmm. When that was their, you know, strong point was their defense. What goes good with a great defense is a great running offense. Absolutely. So when your defense is struggling, you need to throw the ball. Kirk Cousins interests me there. Phillip Rivers, again, I think I'd mentioned before, I like him with a new. Uh, offensive line doesn't have the weapons, but then also Drew Locke. Drew Locke. I mean, he could be a steal way down there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably the end of the list that I'm interested in. Gardner Minshew still there. <laughs> if if I mean if if it really comes down to it, where I just wait way too long, uh, I guess I'm taking I'm taking Gardner. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I'll shave my face into the handlebar mustache if that happens. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be epic. <laughs> but here's a fun fact. Due to the fact that I'm on vacation, I was watching training camp now on uh, NFL Network. Mm-hmm. Sean McCoy was taking reps with the first team. Really? Mm-hmm. Just food for thought. I okay. saw that and I was like, that's kind of interesting. Because it's like Tampa Bay is kind of like the land of misfit toys right now. You know, you got Grant coming back. You got Brady over Speaking there. of Shady McCoy, he was just taking my point. So to me, let's let's play this game a little bit. 
I've preached this since we started this. Josh Allen, you know, he's not my absolute favorite quarterback because he's, you know, he uses his legs. His ADP is 87. My pick right now is 141. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking my quarterback here. here kind of no brainer. No bueno. And an awesome pick, mm-hmm. I will say. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Got my starting quarterback. On the back. <laughs> got my quarterback in the 12th round. Super late. And a quarterback that just about pushed into the top five last year. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's so good He is smiling. He is happy. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not super excited because, like I said, I don't love Josh Allen. But getting them way down there that's that's pretty sweet mm-hmm. i'll take it oh goodness <laughs> so the one person i'm interested in the turnaround here is Nikhil harry um right after josh allen goes jake goes with uh preston williams of the miami dolphins mm-hmm. uh, i believe he was injured last year and that kind of opened the door for uh Parker in that offense. Mm-hmm. So uh he's interesting, interesting prospect here. Great bench slot, I think. Um after Williams goes, Joey takes Philip Lindsay, which I, if I'm being absolutely honest, I'm surprised he lasted that long. Agreed. Um he still has his own standalone value. I I, I don't I wouldn't say he's a handcuff because again, he has his own he has his own standalone value where it, he's not waiting for um, um, goodness. Who am I thinking here? <laughs> Melvin Gordon. He's not waiting for Melvin Gordon to get hurt. I think he's going to get reps. He's going to get the ball without, you know, with Melvin Gordon even staying healthy. So mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay, solid pick there. After Lindsay, Danny is uh, first pick of his two here. Takes Brashad Perriman. Mm-hmm. And then on his turnaround, he grabs the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs. Prashad Pyramids. I actually really love that pick there. That is a really good pick. Danny P's been studying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't give him that much credit. Oh, but okay. Sorry, Danny. Danny, when, when you listen to this again, uh, just listen. That was a good, solid pick there. Matt Burita goes off the board to Joey, back-to-back running backs, um, backup running backs, but Burita, he could very much challenge Jordan Howard. We have our bet there, Kyle. <laughs> I believe Jordan Howard's going to be the number one guy. You believe Matt Burita's going to be the number one guy. So getting a possible starter running back for a not-so-great team in the 13th round, solid. Well, I mean, what else can I say? Solid. No, one that's not really brought up that much. It was still out there. What do you think of Devontae Freeman? Still sitting out there without a team. There was talks of possibly Philadelphia. He, I believe he was offered a contract. He was offered a contract um, and turned it down because he believed he was worth more. So Playing that game. Okay. Yep. So I don't know if the interest has gone away. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see if he goes to Philly, what kind of upside does he have there in your head? Well, if he does go to uh, Philly, um, I think that he would, I think he'd get some of those carries, but he was more of a, 
I well, actually, when it was him and Telvin Coleman in Atlanta, it was Telvin Coleman with the major upside in PPRs. So Devontae Freeman would fit the mold as far as this draft goes, but mm-hmm. I'm not with him. You know, still sitting out there. It's like there's no guarantee he'll be on a team. So it's it's hard to spend a pick on him when I could possibly grab him on a free agency. So one pick that I'm Ooh. I'm I'm not gonna say. Oh, I, I guess I should say I should announce my pick. Yes, um, that was a good Jake pick. Jake right before me took Boston Scott, and like I said, I was very interested in Nikhil Harry. I mean, with Cam Newton there, uh, Julian Edelman, he's getting up there. He's gonna be underneath. He's the PPR option. Mm-hmm. Nikhil Harry, you know, I haven't seen the tape on him, but I mean, he could be the number one guy for Cam. Oh, Cam, so. when he was in when he was in uh, um, Carolina, mm-hmm. he made some not so great wide receivers. Oh, he made pretty really fantasy good. friendly. I mean, well, look at what's his face, um, the guy that just kind of disappeared, Kelvin Benjamin. Yep, you know he yeah lit it he up in was. Carolina, goes to Buffalo for sure. Whatever happened with him? Yeah, you know? I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> I think he still plays, but I don't know where uh, he plays. I don't know. We'll have to Wikipedia him later. So after I take Nikhil Harry, uh, Andy, Andy Isabella uh, of the Cardinals goes off the board. Um, Jared Goff in the 13th round to Tony. So he's got his backup for Cam Newton. Johnu Smith goes to Brandon. Yeah, I like that. Andy Isabella pick. How do you feel about that? Andy Isabella is a guy I haven't really paid too much attention to. I think he was a rookie last year. But you know, uh, Fitzgerald's getting older there in Arizona. It's like, uh, and they do have Kirk, you know, their deep threat and DeAndre yep. Hopkins. So maybe this is a guy that fills into that slot position. To, to me, he's a little too far down the depth chart to uh, be appreciated in the 13th round. Yeah. I think to me, uh, I mean, I guess I'm fine with them this late with how thin it is right now. Mm-hmm. But to me, he's, he would have been a solid free agent pickup. I don't know that he would have been drafted, but again, looking at how thin it is right now, it's possible that he would have been drafted. So if, if you thought Annie Isabella was going to be the guy there in Arizona, then uh, fine pick there. Mm-hmm. Man, there's a deep committee there in um, Kansas city. I was looking at a possible handcuff to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And they do have quite a few backs in there. I feel like, I mean, again, we didn't talk about uh, handcuff segment. I feel like Clyde Edwards-Alaire doesn't have a handcuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking there, I'll, I'm going to throw you <laughs> whatever it is to you. I don't think that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a handcuff. Type of guy? Yeah. But then there's also people like, uh, but it's like, I want to draft too many backups. That's a thing, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a peek. I got 50 seconds looking at quarterbacks. See if anybody totally wallows me. There's a couple on there, but I know I can wait on them. So, yeah, I'll let you think on that. So uh, after I take Nikhila Harry, Andy Isabella, Jared Goff, uh, Janu Smith uh, goes to Brandon. Jacob at uh, 152 takes Duke Johnson. PPR option, but I mean the backup to David Johnson, half PPR. It, it's still interesting. Uh, the Patriots defense goes to Jason. <clears throat> Derek takes Robbie Gould. 
And Kyle, tell us about who you picked there. Michael Pittman Jr. I had to get a Colt on this team. And there's a reason why they picked him before Jonathan Taylor. You know, they could have, they traded up to get Jonathan Taylor in that second round. They didn't have a first round pick. It was not a very exciting night for me to watch the whole first round with all the Indianapolis Colts pick. But <laughs> they did, in fact, pick this guy before Jonathan Taylor. And there's got to be a reason behind it. That's why I'm putting, you got a veteran quarterback coming in there with Phil Rivers. Maybe he puts this guy on the right track. All right. Yeah. So that's that's my thing yeah. I mean he he was interesting. Um, I mean coming around, I was interested in him there. So solid. Thank you for saying solid. It's it's getting so thin. It I feel like I'm looking at thin. I'm looking at guys and I'm just like I don't even know where they're ranked on their own depth chart. It's just insane. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, I'm kind of picking where I'm going to be going next here. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, I think I see one that's noteworthy here. I mean, I don't like where he's sitting, but I think that'll be my guy. What Samuel from Carolina? I think that's interesting. Uh, he's the number two there. I mean, I mean, now that I think about it, that's that's a no-brainer. That's what I do is I go no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> that that's solid there. Yeah. Well, I, thank there you, sir. He is the number two there, right? Um, let's see. There. Here I am one. just talking about depth chart stuff, and we got a number two receiver still on the board. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Cause, yeah, because the number one in Carolina. Uh, well, would you consider him higher than Robbie Anderson? Robbie Anderson. Oh yeah, that's right. Robbie um, Anderson is in the mix there. But DJ yeah. Moore would be technically their number one. I would think but so. But I think, I think Samuel can give him a run. I feel I feel good having him on my bench. Yeah. See what he does. That's you know. a solid bench spot. Yeah. Fill on the bench. So are you? Are you? you know, okay, you're off the turnaround. Yeah. One person. I mean, I just took Nikhil Harry. I scrolled down. I saw Muhammad Sanu. <laughs> I saw that too earlier, and I was actually thinking about that too. I'm like, Sanu. I mean, he was big in Atlanta. Did good when he first came to the Patriots. So I'm reading his uh, little bio or his preseason outlook. Um, off-field activities bouncing back from an off-season procedure to address issues related to the high ankle sprain that bothered him through the 2019 campaign, the 30-year-old's injury. So uh, reading that, 30 years old, just had a <laughs> just had an <laughs> operation that might have just, yeah, I was interested, read this. 30 years old he's getting up there um the older receivers have a little bit harder time recovering from those kind of things so um let's see here jj was ty tyler higby 14th round oh my goodness i think a pretty darn good tight end for the 14th round i would say so as well sorry not trying to throw you off no i i think uh you kind of pointed me in my direction here. Uh, I do not. I do not have a tight end. Hayden Hurst is on there. I know. I saw that. I was like, "That's tell that's you what, boy, man." If he is there, he's mine. He's my guy. Him. That is happening. But he's the number one. His best available. Right Larry now. Fitzgerald goes Brighton. What does he have at tight end? 
He does not have oh, one. <laughs> so he, he knows that he's going to go best available. He's the number one guy on the list right now. He does have Austin Hooper. Oh, he does. So he might just sleep on tight ends. Okay. He's going to. I'm feeling confident. He's not taking Hayden Hurst. No, no. Would you take two tight ends? No. No. I'm not, I'm not a tight end kind of a guy. No, me either. And this kind of goes to the same. I mean, in the quarterback, in the quarterback range to wait. Oh, he did he go did tight end. Go but tight not end. Hayden Hurst. He went with a name he's familiar with. Wow, that just made it real easy for me. Hayden there Hurst. Go. There goes Hurst. He's now there mine. Works out for Red Mike. Check Adam. Hey, now we're starting to flow here a little bit in towards the bottom of the barrel. But TJ Hawkinson goes right there. Dang it. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to say he does grab my interest because, you know, last year he had that breakout first game and I'm like, oh man, I got the tight end of the year. Fell off, you know. Did you start him week two? I did. Oh, I totally man. burnt on that. Did you start him week three? Uh, No, I wiped up then. <laughs> I forgot who my other tight end was, but then that was it. Let's see. And I got a text from Tony stating uh, that he's taking a risk on Fitzgerald. Which is understandable. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, do we call that a risk? I, I feel like it's fine for for being this late. I feel like there's no risks this late no, in the draft. No. Um, <clears throat> coming on the turnaround here. Danny P. Oh, Sims. And Will Disley. Will Disley. I we did mention him. We did talk about him. Uh, you know, he, he could possibly be healthy, but he has uh, competition in the tight end spot where last year he was the number one easy guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I'm going to do here, and I'm rolling the dice a little bit, I really like Murray. I would love to grab one more wide receiver, but there's just, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey is there. He's playing injured. Or he, you know, he is injured. Um, I think the direction that I'm going to go because I believe the last thing that I heard was that uh, Kenyon Drake was in a walking boot. Ooh, I heard that too, and that's who I was kind of taking. So I am taking Chase Edmonds here, Uh, the handcuff to Kenyon uh, Drake, (laughs) because this in in my league that I have Kenyon Drake, I uh, I picked Edmonds in the in uh, free agency before I even heard this news because I'm freaked out so much. Like to me, Edmonds possibly has standalone value. Oh, there goes Antonio Brown. Well, are you shocked that he went to Tony? Or do you know Tony is know he's Tony. that kind of guy? He knows. He knows that. It's possible. I, I mean, to wait eight eight games, I feel like if he's not signed before week one, he's dropped on my team. I, I get I get it. Um, but if he doesn't get signed before week one, then you're looking at week nine. You know, and obviously so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Playoffs start week fourteen, mm-hmm. so uh, I think he's he's suspended. As he suspended that he can't be with the team, he can't practice, he can't you know any right. of this stuff. So it's uh, high risk, high reward, I guess at this point. But mm-hmm. to me, it feels like definitely if he's not signed before week one, that's just a burn of a pick, which. 
this late doesn't really mean a whole lot. So nothing mm-hmm. against that pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got two picks in mind coming up. Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to find this one guy I was looking for. Do not see. But anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go quarterback. Uh, I think there's a solid backup up there that I got my Somebody eye on. took my defense. Oh, which defense were you thinking? The Chargers defense. I do not see him on the board. It, Jake. Jake from Jake. State Farm. Jake from State Farm. Boy, we've mentioned him quite a bit today. He did take it quite oh, a bit. Murray. Quite a, quite a while ago. So Okay, so we'll give him that one then. I guess that means that we haven't been reading the picks off here. So after my pick, Hayden Hurst, Jake goes to Chargers defense. Joey goes TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson, sorry. Uh, oh, my goodness. Danny <laughs> goes uh, Steven Sims. And then Danny Amendola. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Kirk Cousins, which, like I said, solid backup. Mm-hmm. I guess when I'm looking at his starter, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, I would say you just drafted Kirk Cousins as your starter <laughs> <laughs> in round 15. Solid pick there, Joey. So after uh, Joey's pick of Cousins, Jake takes Will Disley. I take Chase Edmonds. Brighton takes Jacoby Brissett. Um, not sure about that pick. Antonio Brown goes to Tony. Matt Prater goes to Brandon. The Bears defense goes to Jacob. Uh, Jason takes uh, Gonzalez, the kicker of the Arizona Cardinals. Derek takes Latavius Murray. Did he get a handcuff? He did not. He did not have Camara. Um, he was also who well, I was interested in there at my Edmonds pick. Kyle, you took a backup Gardner Minshew. I felt like the name of my team justified that pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. I felt like it was a need. So after you take Minshew, Keith takes Cole Beasley in the Seahawks defense. So there it is. you went ahead and did it. I went ahead and did it. Most In most drafts that I've seen, I saw AP go higher than uh, Antonio Gibson with somebody taking Antonio Gibson way ahead of... There's value there. And I just got a dang you from Tony with that pick. There's value there. There is. Is, is it going to last very long? Mm. Possibly not, but there is value there. So nothing against that pick. Once again, it's so late. You could go with just about anybody right. and I'd be okay right. with it. <laughs> And then after my pick of uh, AP, uh, Drew Locke came off the board solid for Derek. Um, then we had a name I can pronounce. Uh, this will be the wide receiver for San Francisco, Ayuk. Hmm. Chris Boswell goes off to JJ. Uh, Troy Bowler goes to Brandon. And now we got Tony on the clock. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I do I look for thought that I, was, I thought that I was interested in somebody there. And you I changed my mind. So what position so I can guess? Uh running back. You're not gonna guess it. Uh try me. Jim Jackson? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No. Oh, let's see. Not Penny. Nope. Hmm. Hmm. 
Gus Edwards. You can do a triple no, handcuff. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Lamar Miller. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's happening. Uh, Tony goes ahead and picks the defense. Uh, St. Louis, not St. Louis, Los Angeles Rams. Um, and we got somebody in the chat. Good luck, everybody. That was nice, Tony. The smack talker, Tony, yeah. wishes us luck. See, heart of gold. He's mean to you, but he'll donate his whole check to charity. <laughs> Would he really? Well, charity's a dancer. That's hot. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's, that's good. That's all I got for jokes. I'm not that witty. Brighton looks like he has turned on auto pick. Um, so hmm. we'll have to wait for that to tick down. Um, yeah, the 12 uh, man draft is definitely a stamina, a stamina round stamina. type thing because it's like you gotta be constantly thinking for more rounds, more people, more people disappearing faster than what you'd like them to, and then you get to the bottom of the barrel, and then there's a lot of uh, what ifs and maybes. Yeah, it's it's a lot of hopefuls when it comes. Basically, I I honestly feel like after the tenth round, it's it's just about up to anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the clock here. I'm looking at defenses, and I don't care for any of them. Um, you have not gone defense yet, have you? I have not. I I'm between a defense and a kicker here for my last pick. Uh, Jake Elliott of Philadelphia. The Broncos D sitting out there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's basically uh, not Lamar Miller. What Miller? Von Miller. Von Miller. That basically is their defense. To me, they don't have enough pieces to interest me. Um, Eagles, Cowboys, don't they lost a couple pieces there? Titans. Oh, no, I thought they were better last year. Let me see. Um, I'm going to go with a kicker, and I think that I'm going to go. I'm between Atlanta and Philadelphia. So when I think about it, I like Philly. I like Chris. I was going to say Chris Carson. I like... I like Philly's offense. I'm afraid that they can't finish drives with the unhealthy wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not high on Miles Sanders like a lot of people are. Right. So, I mean, I'm talking strategy here with the kicker. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I imagine, that it goes. They stall out in the red zone, and I can get some extra bonus points for the – um, not the PATs, but the field goals. Wow, that really was that really was a stinking long draft. I got a lot of people texting me right now. No defense for Adam. Yeah, I've done that the last round or the last draft that I was at. I don't care too much for defenses, and in the ones that are on the board, I, I'd be fine picking up three, four of them mm-hmm. <laughs> on the free agents right before week one. Uh, depends on how I'm feeling, you know, what their opponents are. Mm-hmm. Comes to kicker, like I said, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit more strategy goes into it, but not really. It's you pick a guy and you hope for the best. 
So we already have a draft that uh, trade that's being offered to you. When you talk to him, tell him I'll trade him Gronk and the Rams defense for Kenny G. <laughs> I don't have oh Kenny G. Galladay, yeah, he's a big Detroit Lions buff. Mm. Yeah, not not quite enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, quite enough. Wait, who who is that? Tony. Tony G. Yeah. Well, you should have grabbed him instead of Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Strategies. A lot of different things we've seen. Like like we stated, started off with some crazy fireworks, and then all of a sudden, just things got real, real quick. Into the second round, it it got real intense, real fast. Mm-hmm. So the one strategy for me did not pan out. The reason that I took Kenny Galladay, like I said, is because I was thinking I could get the stack with Matthew, Matthew Stafford a little bit later over Amari Cooper, which, um, you know, Kenny Galladay, he's a home run hitter. Uh, um, Amari Cooper is as well, has a lot of com- competition for those targets in Dallas. I still like it. Um, but I knew that I was not going to get Dak very late. So that went a little bit to my strategy there. Didn't pan out for me. Uh, Matthew Stafford went a little bit quicker than I thought. And if I knew that I wasn't going to get Matthew Stafford, I think that it's possible that I would have went Marvin Jones there. Mm -hmm. So just going a little bit of strategy to anybody that's interested or playing or has that same strategy. Um, but yeah, just something to think about, I guess. How are you feeling, Kyle? Um, you know, it's one of those these guys drafted really well. There was a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of these uh, uh, people they drafted. Surprisingly, like I just thought maybe I'd have an edge on more of these, but surprisingly, very very well. Um, I like. A, I'm sorry, I've been cutting out here because I'm getting a lot of messages on uh, the setup of the. the the divisions and whatnot. Uh, once again, those will be updated and changed uh, accordingly to what we had decided as far as the random picking out of the hat. Um, I really like my first two picks. After that, then I went Mark Andrews. I'm not big on going tight in that early, but it was kind of a situation thing. I was set on a Mark yeah. Cooper. I mean, like like we had said, it. like we had said, I think the two guys that you could have taken there instead were taken right behind you. So it was kind of like right. the worst case scenario for you. I think uh, like maybe a little bit of your strategy was take Mark Andrews and then either James Conner or Robert Woods would it fall to you. It was Conner I wanted. It was Conner, <laughs> and I should have known better knowing my brothers because I do such a big right. Pittsburgh yeah. Club, and that was just me perhaps not paying attention totally and getting sidetracked with random conversations between chat and text message. Right. But, you know, I may do with what I had. I'm, I'm taking a risk, big risk on AJ Green, hoping uh, – Big risk. <laughs> hoping that really pans out for me because that's probably going to be my starting, not one of my starting wide receivers. Then I went Landry and Brown shortly after that. I felt psyched about Rodgers. I knew I wanted Breeze, Rodgers, or Matt Ryan. And then I went back to the thinking of Rodgers having that fire lit underneath them by Packers drafting uh, Jordan Love. And I felt like he's got something to prove. He's going to come out. And I'm thinking we're going to see a resurgence in his performance. Then I went to uh, Telvin Coleman thinking, hey, you know, uh, Mozart goes down. Even, you know, Telvin Coleman still saw a lot of the action there in San Fran. Then I went defense because I felt, you know, defense, it's time. Might as well because I didn't see a lot of it. Understandable. Oh, okay. And then uh, Zerline was my auto pick, which. Eh. 
Yeah. You know, Ty Randall and a kicker and a Dallas kicker. I'm okay with that. I mean, looking at looking at anybody behind you, was there anybody that you all oh, for sure I would have taken him over the the kicker? I to me, Philip Lindsay. Oh yeah, yeah. And Lindsay, I think I got a little bit um reckless with, if you will. I was thinking people were so stuck on Melvin Gordon at that point, but then you know. Mm-hmm. And come back my way. Um, Matson, uh, solid if uh, Cook. Uh, did he mess up too late now? No, Brandon, we will fix that. No worries. And then Matson is uh, solid if uh, Cook were to go down or hold out. Pittman, I like him having a veteran quarterback thrown into him. Samuel, uh, possibly number two in Carolina. Minshew, just because I'm a believer in <laughs> Minshew now. Because it's your name. That's my name. The name of the Minshew. Of the God team. bless you. And then uh, AP to round off things just because uh, there's no set in stone running back there. I mean, he's still got a little bit of tread left on the tires, I think. So I guess we should kind of read through that that last round. I don't even remember the last uh, last couple that we went through. I believe Antonio Brown was the last one I read. <clears throat> Excuse me. Went to Tony. Uh, Matt Prater goes right behind the Bears defense. Oh, I know that I have read this. Uh, went to Gardner Minshew. You you did Minshew uh, at the turn. Keith went Cole Beasley, Seahawks defense. You go Adrian Peterson. Now this is the last round. So that last round started with Seahawks D. Adrian Peterson, Derek takes Drew Locke. Uh, Jason takes Brandon Ayuk. Jacob takes Chris Boswell, the kicker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Brandon takes Tony Pollard the handcuff to Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. I think opportunity missed there for Jason just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony takes the Rams defense. Brighton takes Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I take Jake Elliott. Jake takes Mike Gay. I think it's Mike Gay. I think it's Matt Mike Gay. Gay. A lot of gays just said right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Joey man. takes um, Camian Fairbairn, and Danny takes Darrell Henderson. That for the last pick of the draft, I think we did just say. Uh, oh, reading it right here, he sustained a low-grade hamstring strain um, from a scrimmage Saturday, but the team is optimistic so he'll be ready to go for September thirteenth. And that backfield is wide open. Oh, absolutely. So for the last pick of the draft, I will say, Danny, open up the draft with Patrick Mahomes. Very questionable. But your last pick could be gold. (laughs) Your last pick could possibly make up for your first pick. Mm -hmm. Thanks very much. Who do you think was the biggest surprise in the draft, other than the Patrick Mahomes at number one? Uh, I'll say Zeke sliding that far. Okay, and that's where we agree on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I do think, you know, this is going to say, like when I kind of said people had taken the half PPR a little too, I don't want to say not seriously, but they took it too, like they they took the running heavy teams above the pass catching. So I think one of the things that maybe wasn't understood is if you're – running back catches the ball up. Those are kind of just bonus points. Mm-hmm. To me, McCaffrey, still easy number one. He can get it done on the ground. He can get it done in the air. Last year, he had a 1,000 yards in each. 
Saquon Barkley, again, same thing. A little bit more on the ground than in the air, but that air is big bonus points for him. For me, Michael Thomas, um, I've, I I mean, I could have went Elliott there. Maybe I should have, maybe I shouldn't have. Nick Chubb, I feel like definitely Elliott should have went. Nick Chubb doesn't have those bonus points when it comes to mm-hmm. pass catching. Derrick Henry, the same thing. Alvin Kamara, I would say, is a little bit more PPR friendly than half PPR. Dalvin Cook, I would, I would, I would loop Dalvin Cook and Zeke in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ezekiel Elliott is the tier one, Dalvin Cook tier two. Agreed. So I think that was that was the biggest surprise. I mean, still in the first round, went to Jason. Easy, I mean, easy pick for Jason. Be like, you know. I was very surprised. I mean, when you said you thought you were going to get about 11, I knew that wasn't going to happen. But it's just that he went way too far back. Oh, man, that would have been insane if I were able to pull that off. I have been super stoked. Yeah. Um, I guess going down the list, anything else? Juju picked by uh, Keith in the first round. Look, I think he could have waited to take him in the second, and he could have taken – uh, one of those top two running backs. Agreed. I guess, I mean, Aaron Jones, I wouldn't count him. He's a fringe tier one, tier two mm-hmm. quarter, or quarterback. Running back uh, depends on how they utilize him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, besides that, after the first round went, I feel like every round after that went about as good as you could guess, if not. A little more insane than mm-hmm. you could guess <laughs> oh right i mean a lot more thought a lot more thought went into this than what for I thought sure yeah which is awesome though that means we got some people that have strategy some people that stick to their guns and uh have their own way of uh going about their business so it kind of challenges us to think outside the box a little bit for sure so looking at um i'm gonna look at my division real quick here i, I got stuck with jake and tony um, round one, Jake took Barkley. I took Thomas. Tony took Henry. Two, Tony took Kelsey. I took Eckler. Jake took Jones. I feel like those are all solid. Jackson, Galladay, Evans. Um, I'm trying to see where the first break was. Who made the first mistake? And I'm <laughs> afraid that it might have been me taking <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Um. But although I do see Keenan Allen was taken at 43, I took Jonathan Taylor at 45. Keenan Allen, I'm afraid. I'm af- I don't want to say I'm afraid of Keenan Allen. I'm afraid of the what the quarterback position looks like with Keenan Allen. Right, because that's still kind of up in the up in the air with the rookie and uh, Tyrod Taylor. I feel like he he's the easy number one uh, receiver there. Mm-hmm. But what? What does the floor look like for Keenan Allen? What does the ceiling look like for Keenan Allen? Is it still possible that he breaks top 10? What is his possibilities? You know, is the ceiling the top 15? That's, mm. you know, not not anything crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. There was nothing that I thought was really, really out of the ordinary in the middle rounds. I mean, from two from round two basically to the end, Round two, basically through eight, nine, ten, were tough 
and then after 10 it felt like you're swinging for the mm-hmm. fence right that's how it feels to me I so 100 percent. how are you feeling kyle optimistic that'd be the word i'd use like i said i'm impressed with the drafting ability and uh piecing together these teams by the people that have uh wanted to be in the league with us so i mean right now i don't i don't see a true runaway no for no. sure no no i will say i loved getting josh allen as late as i did and i loved getting hayden hurst as late as i did mm-hmm. awesome awesome felt really good about that i feel like you know with 12 teams with how this this whole draft went i'm looking at my bench Devin Singletary, solid running back, I think, especially for half PPR. All right. Ronald Jones uh, is interesting. Deontay Johnson, interesting. You know, possible number two for Big Ben. Miko Hardman is a swing for the fence, I will admit. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is the handcuff to my Mark Ingram. I feel like I needed that. Nikhil Harry, again, another swing for the fence. Late round. Uh Got him in the 13th round. I mean, he, he could be the number one in New, New oh, England. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So, yeah. All right. I mean, anything else you want to touch up on? No, I feel like it's anybody's ball game, and I wish everybody the best of luck on this year, and I look forward to uh, interacting with them throughout the season. Yeah. So, uh, after we click off this, uh, we are going to update the schedule. We're going to update how the divisions are right now the divisions are inaccurate uh i mean if anybody's listening to this that isn't in this league thanks for listening absolutely good time <laughs> i give you something to shoot for next year maybe we have something to drop on and then you just plug right in there absolutely yeah we'll we'll make a list and if people can't make it next year we can do it uh we do plan on doing this pretty much annually as absolutely. long as this as long as this podcast goes i'd love Forever. to do this for forever at least another hundred years mm-hmm. that's the plan yeah all right thank you for listening thank you to our sponsor anchor uh this is the fantasy football delivery men podcast out <laughs>